From the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call John. Toll free. Cheap bastards. 1-800-800-RADIO. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at JCWShow.com. Now, Gigi, you and I were talking about... No, I was talking about furries. And I'm asking you, the psychologist, about furries. And you're talking about swingers. Well, yeah, I'm talking about swingers because people who make themselves into furries, they're usually shy. They need an alter identity Mm -hmm. so that they can can live their life through the fullest as as their persona. Is that what swingers are, too? I think so. Or do they just uh, they just think their wife's fat? Oh, shut up! You're not supposed to say that, uh, honey. I was thinking maybe we should, you know, get into the alternative lifestyle. You put on about thirty pounds. More bounce to the and, I, and I've told this other guy if he'll let me bang his old lady for a thousand dollars, we can act like th- that we're going to swing. Mm. Too 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 early for that. It's not. Never it's too never early too for early for swingers. It's, it's never too early for swingers. Yeah. Later in the show, we're going to get into Pornhub's annual results of what is too early and what is too late. Oh, okay. They, they put out a list of behaviors on their site. Oh, really? Yes. What kind of behaviors? Like, what day is the most visited Pornhub day? What time of the week... What time of the day? What the most searched words are, and in different demographics, it's a, it's a statistical breakdown. It's like going to Google Analytics for pornography. You know these damn kids today—they've got it so easy. We used to have to work for our porn. Yeah, you remember the squiggly lines? Yeah, I remember and you used the squig- to have to tie, watch between the squiggly lines to see it. I mean, we I, I, we would ride like the movie Stand by Me, riding our BMX bikes in the back alley, digging through this guy's trash can, his dirty trash, to find his Playboy magazines. Did you really? Yeah, absolutely. I'll admit it. Oh. I did it. Okay. Damn it. I'm proud. We worked for our porn, Gigi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now they've got us caught up to there at their fingertips. They're so spoiled. Kids these days. I mean, how are they going to turn out if they didn't have to work for their porn? They're resourceful. Very resourceful. I'd like to know what the most searched category is. I mean, I've heard there's categories. What do you think the most searched category is? Uh, BBW? No. What? Step anything. I'm serious. Mm. Stepmother this, stepmother that, stepbrother this, stepbrother that. Yeah. Do you ever watch it and then you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. You know what I mean? No, God, no. Do you? Of course not. Then you turn it off real fast or you forget to turn the sound down. I've never done it. Neither have I. I've heard that some people do that. Not me. Now, the the step, the step thing I can relate to because I had a hot stepmom. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. I know. Do tell. You know, I do think she made a pass at me one day. Are you serious? I am serious. What did she do? We're laying in bed. Okay. She's in a robe. It's. I took the day off of school, maybe my junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. I've got my shoes off, and I'm laying in bed, in their bed, I, I was on my dad's bed. side, Ooh. and she's laying there with her robe on. And she it was notoriously nude under her robe because when she'd like lean over to serve me my pancakes, pancakes, okay, no syrup, just nip, mm. and 
so I knew for sure she's naked under this robe, and we're both laying on the bed, two in the afternoon. And what do you do at two in the afternoon with your stepmom on TV? What are you watching in 1985? Uh, I'm I'm still waiting to hear. I'm watching all my children. Ooh, okay, okay. My stepmom was an All My Children fanatic. She liked her stories. She liked her stories. Okay. So we would watch All My Children. And we're laying there in bed, and, and we're t- t- Tad and Todd and the... What's it called? Palm Valley? Something Valley. Mm-hmm. Watching the whole story, and I'm I'm laying there. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm about to bang my stepmom. Ooh. I don't think that's what she was thinking. But that's what you were thinking. Yeah, and I was thinking, man, my dad would kick my ass. And so what happened? What'd you do? Nothing. Are you serious? I mean, I I, I just laid there and it all worked up in my head. But um, Which one? Thinking back, am I thinking that she put her hand on my leg or am I dreaming that? I think I'm dreaming that, Gigi. Okay. But but I, I think, I, I don't think that happened. But I do, there was tension. There was tension. There was there was tension. Sexual was tension. Sexual tension. Sexual, yes. Sexual chocolate. Sexual tension. There was sexual tension. That's right. And uh, I remember thinking, I think I could go for it. And I think that it would... Because she hated my dad. So what a better way to get back at him. Right. And I thought about this, Gigi. Ooh. I thought, it's a trap. Okay. It's a trap. So... How would my dad? He 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 may. I was just more scared of my dad. If it wasn't for my dad, I think I think I would have wrapped that deal up. Mm, you could have been on Jerry Springer. But actually, you know, if it wasn't for my dad, I wouldn't have had that even an opportunity to have this conversation to have this deal. So so you gotta you gotta protect the people that brought you to the party. Okay. Mm-hmm. Back to your story. Um, Pornhub. Yeah, stepmom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the most uh, searched item. It is. Oh God! Okay. Look it up. It's everywhere. I am still gonna look that up. JD, um, yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any stats on this? I don't. Have you looked I it up? Sure, can find some for you. No. Yeah. Been too easy for you to search that up while we were talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have to have a chocolate category. I'm sure they have mm-hmm. a chocolate category. What are your search terms? I mean, not that I would ever search or look anything like that up. But if I did, spank me, daddy. That's right. Spank me, choke me. Here here's some here's some categories. Most viewed Pornhub categories. A year in review. Number 1, lesbian. Okay, okay. Number 2. What's number 2? Chocolate. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> number 3, Japanese. Okay. Number four, threesome. Uh, I'm not going to say number five. MILF, transgender, mature, outdoor, popular with women. These are just search terms. Amateur, hentai, big, I can't say. Gang, I can't say. Asian, babysitter. Where'd babysitter land? Okay, so I want to know what number five is. I'm a ram. (laughs) Number five is... uh, it's it's in the I love bestiality from the newlywed game backdoor babes mm-hmm. babysitter reality can't say that can't say that can't say that and when you bust it up here, here's the interesting thing a porn hub search terms year in review gg uh-huh. this is serious business okay. you taking notes i should be you should be mm-hmm. 
Canada, what's the number one search term? Have you had a good dump? Lesbian. <laughs> Every place is lesbian? Yep. No, 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 no. It, it breaks it up like, like, a, like a heat map okay. in Google Analytics. Okay. You know, this is serious scientific stuff. In Russia, the number one search term. Bark like a Tran- dog for me. Transgender. Oh, that's interesting. Yep. In Japan, the number one search term is Japanese. Is they like their Japanese. Okay. Sushi like sushi. Uh, Australia's lesbian. South America or Africa's ebony. But America is ebony. Okay. So actually, you all like your chocolate. You were right. Mm-hmm. You were right. Transgender South America. You okay. know about those crazy, those zany South Americans. They have so much fun. And Eastern Europe is MILF. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Love the ebony. JD, do you have any more data? I do, but you're doing such a good job. And I really, Thank most you. of this stuff is so close to being things we cannot broadcast. Right. I, I really thought maybe I'll just stay out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> you've really you've really covered it. Uh, I do. I did notice that in California, where you guys are today, Asian is one of the top searched porn words. What's that mean? I'm not really sure. Other than Asian, Asian. I mean, if you're searching porn searches, you just put it Asian. Yes. Oh yes. I mean, but Asian yeah. what? <laughs> are you being serious? Yeah, like Asian, Asian what? what? Just put it in there and find out. I'll let you know. Ooh. I, yeah, very. Fun. I mean, I've heard you. of people that look that up. Pre-K. Yes, sir. What are your most um, widely searched porn terms? Come on, man. That's a that's a private thing, but um, very private thing. I will say, uh, the more the merrier, man. I want to see a lot. Oh, of Oh, you like you like groups? Hey. None, none more beautiful. Not transgender. <laughs> now nah, we'll keep the we'll keep them out the mix for now. Okay. But uh, yeah, a whole lot of women. Yeah, that's yeah. the situation. You I'd like, like to that be party in. scene? That 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 club scene? Well, that'd be one hell of a job. <laughs> Somebody just hand. <laughs> I need to see that. Hold on. Yeah, I, I didn't need to knock it off. I don't know what I. So there's a there, there's a gay porn hub. Homosexual Pornhub. And these are the most search. What would you guess, Gigi, is the most search category on Pornhub Gay? Bareback? Straight guys. Oh, okay. okay. Everybody wants what they can't have. Then black group, twink, daddy, interracial, big D, public, solo, mm, cartoon, bareback. There you go. Massage, Japanese, Asian, college, amateur, mm-mm, blow, mm-mm, mm-hmm. mature reality. Okay, so Pornhub gay. So, so we covered both sides. Okay. So if anyone is offended about this segment, at least you're not offended by us not covering all ends of the spectrum. Okay, so have you ever had someone talk dirty to you and the things they say make you cringe and you feel like you need to take a shower afterwards? Yes, like, this entire segment. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is that you? Do you need to go take Gigi, you're gonna go take a shower? I need one. Well, we're getting ready to go to break. Do you need there's a shower? Do you wanna make it cold? Okay, Gigi, cold shower. All That's right. right. There's a video camera in the shower. Ooh. So we'll put that up on the on the Facebook page <laughs> at John Clay Wolf show uh, on Facebook or at JCW uh, no at John Clay Wolf is my Twitter handle. So we're gonna video you taking a shower and we'll be back in a minute. Alrighty. All right. Out there. 
divine inspiration. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. You know, instead of bidding cars, I'm going to tell you about cars that I hate. Hate's attractive. And we did this. We do a conference call every Thursday morning after the auction and talk about the cars that are doing overbook or underbook is kind of what the idea is. Winners and losers, what's hot and what's not. And this week, we, I, 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 all, the, you know, all the buyers, forgive me the then, that were on the phone, I, I invited them all to talk about, like, with passionate expression, cars that they hate. Because we lose money on the same kind of cars again and again. And it's, what's weird is it's always, like, year in, year out. It's not just a current thing. Two-wheel drive gas, two-wheel drive gas, three-quarter and one-ton trucks. They lose. Genesis G70. We hate them. Outlanders. Mitsubishi. We hate them. Save them for the strippers. Teslas. We hate them. They're losing money. They've depreciated 30% in the past three months. Can't buy them cheap enough. Keep losing. (coughs) Corvette. New body style Corvettes without the Z51 performance package. They sell $6,000 less than a Z51. Don't ask me why. This is the fact. We always lose money on them. 22 Jeep Grand Cherokees in that 4XE electric hybrid Jeep. Lose, 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 lose. Every time we buy one cheaper, we still lose on it. Late model expeditions. They're terrible. They suck. I hate them. I wish they'd burn in hell and die. <laughs> and Jaguars, as a family, um, there are some that are like strippers. It's got a cat on the hood. It's either going to make you real happy or real sad. But one thing's for certain, it's going to be undependable, just like a stripper. Some strippers are great, but they still let you down at the end. And that is the story on a Jaguar. And that is my update from the auction today. You can play the auction audio on the way out. We'll be back in just a minute. Here's a 2021 Benz AMG G-Wagon. 21 model. Give it a ticket, 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 give yeah, some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel. Right. But you don't skyrocket, skyrocket. to the number one weekend spot by sucking. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Go to jcwshow.com. We now return to the John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com, America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at JCWShow.com or JohnClayWolf.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. Morning, everyone. Happy Saturday morning. This January 14th, 2023. I'm your host, John Clay Wolf. I've got... The 
Incredible Gigi Drummond right here on my left. Good morning. Yay. Robert the Bobo Bobster Brown. He's out of the room. He's out of the room. Yeah. J.D. Ryan. Hey, baby. Good morning. How are things in? I'm in L. Turley. Yo. Pre-K. He's on the phone. On the phone. There's a little lag here because Gigi and I are in the studio at KLOS in L.A. in Los Angeles. And we're tied into our home studio in... I'm not going to say Dallas, Texas. I'm going to say Fort Worth, Texas. Because it's in Fort Worth, Texas. And just for you national championship watchers last week, TCU is not from Dallas, Texas. TCU is from Fort Worth, Texas. And I grew up right there next to that stadium, watching them get beat just like they did last Sunday. (laughs) But it was was all, all fun. So I pick up my kiddo yesterday in at boarding school because he has a quarterback camp out here in, in California. He goes to boarding school out in California, my seventh grader, and uh, military school. And he said that his staff sergeant, when they released them yesterday afternoon, he's a black staff sergeant, funny guy, but um, very vocal. And he started in with this, All right, boys, it is I Have a Dream Weekend. It is the I Have a Dream weekend. You're going to be off Saturday, you're going to be off Sunday, and you will be off Monday for the I Have a Dream weekend. Because I had a dream that little black boys and little white boys would all go to school together. And you're all getting out long, extended weekend this weekend. But I didn't say, Dr. King didn't say anything about them Asians. So Asians, you get off too. But we don't know why. <laughs> I'm like, your, your staff sergeant said that? He said, absolutely. I said, did the Asians take offense? He said, no, they all left. Yeah, happy to have the day off. <laughs> right. <laughs> little black boys, little white boys will go to school together. But he didn't say anything about them Asians. Mm-mm. So y'all just get, get a free ride. I guess so. What is I Have a Dream Weekend for you, G? For me, it means I don't have to work on Monday. I just, it is a national holiday. The yeah. banks are closed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to work on Monday. Well, I don't. Did most of the places you've worked over the years open closed on, on a MLK? They were closed. Closed? Yeah, they were closed. That's handy. Super handy. So has MLK Day changed? Has it lost any of its potency to you, I'm, you might not be able to tell because Gigi's gorgeous voice just gets you wrapped up and you don't know what you're listening to. But Gigi is of the African American descent. Yes, I am. But you look like half. Okay, so one drop will do you. That's all you need is one drop. <laughs> You've got your Indian card. Yes, I do. I got them all. I got a whole deck of cards. What you need? So, so, are you half or you full? Half what? Half black. I think I'm like more like three quarters. Because you can't be. You can't how be much do I need to be to get that 40 acres in a mule? That's how much I am. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Sounds like you know about it. Yeah. That's how much I am. And So, so you, did you grow up in the South? No, I grew up in California. I thought you went. I thought you started in, in the South in Alabama, came to California, then went back to college in Alabama. No, I started in California. Then I went to undergraduate school in Alabama. Wow. What? That was a big surprise. What? People, they didn't, it was a different experience. You know what I mean? It was not this huge love fest that I thought it was going to be.
gonna be. I called my mom crying, like, please, I just wanna come home. And she said, Great, see you at Christmas. You mentioned Grambling White Tiger movie? Yeah, I was I watched the movie Grambling White Tiger and it was a feel-good movie. Okay. So I thought that when I went to undergraduate school, I was gonna have those feel-good moments. It was the exact opposite. I never there's like subcultures within cultures. I'm one hundred percent serious. What kind of subcultures? Uh, like the kind that talk about you because your complexion, because you're from California, because you're not from the South, you name it. Oh, the black people were beating on you for being yeah. a different different flavor? Yeah. A black I, person? Exactly. Oh. So, that so was, you felt racism within the race? Hell yeah. You know what I mean? I was not expecting that. Like when you got to the airport, what's the first thing you saw? Did it start immediately? Okay, so look, when I got to the airport, they sent like the oldest man in the world. To pick me up, right? The oldest man he was old. in the world. He was like super old. And I'm looking, I'm like, it can't be him. He looks like a slave. You know what I mean? If I had to imagine what, what a slave. What does a slave look like? It looked like him. You know what I mean? And he's like, GG. You know, this reminds me of the football game last uh, Monday night. What happened? I texted my Georgia friend when I was sitting at SoFi Stadium and watching the players get warmed up, and they're, and, and they're showing the slides of the Georgia players and the TCU players. Mm-hmm. This guy at defensive end, this guy at defensive back, and the same with Georgia. And I texted, I took a picture of it, and I sent it to my friend in Chicago, who's a Georgia fan. I said, y'all's black players are blacker than our black players. And he wrote back, that means bet the house on Georgia. <laughs> The He's black of the hair, the sweeter He's the He's a Texan. He's the accidental racist. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. They were a... they were just darker. Yeah, big difference. And I was like, whoa, they're gonna win. I am so gonna be in trouble after this. Why? Because I'm not supposed to talk about my my race experiences. Don't count. I think they count a lot, Gigi. I think your race experiences count more than anybody's if it's internal and it's inside a protected organization that you feel like you should feel safer than than outside. Yeah, it was a trip. It was a big trip. So what else happened? Okay, so like, I'm from California, right? Right. So So like, green, your church girl, get off the bus. California things are different. So I had occasions, like in the in the PE class, they said the boys can wear any color socks and the girls have to wear white socks. I'm like, well, why we got to wear white socks? And they're like, what's your name? I said, Gigi. And I think they put me on their poop list mm-hmm. after that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Got in trouble when I played basketball. That's another thing. I'm six feet tall, right? Right. So when I walked on the campus, the coach is like, I want you on the basketball team. Right. I had never played at all. Never. Where do you hold this thing? Okay, so where's I'm, the handle? It was a minute and forty three seconds. The first game he put me in, and he. Are you kidding me? me? I'm not joking. I'm one hundred. A minute. A minute and forty three seconds left to go. And you're left to go, and you are on the Talladega. Nights. I'm on the Talladega lady. What was it? The lady starts with a V. I can't remember. Anyways, and so it was a minute and forty three seconds, and you know my makeup was done. I right. was kind of talking to this guy behind me, and Coach Morgan was like, "Get in." I'm like, "Oh no, I'm not busy. right now." So he grabs me by my jersey and just shoves me out there, and I'm like looking like, "Oh my god!" Right? right? I thought I was tall, one hundred percent. My lips to God's ears. This girl's breast mm-hmm. stopped at my eye level. Like, what is that? And I'm six feet tall. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it was all downhill from there. How was your basketball career? 
it was all downhill from there. Okay. You know what I mean? But it was fun. 800-800-7234. 800-800-7234-800-800-RADIO. If you want to call in and talk about what Gigi should have done with that woman's breast when they were in her eyes. <laughs> Talladega. Talladega or Talladega? I think it's Talladega. Talladega Nights. Yeah. Obviously, that's the Ricky Bobby best movie of all time. If you ain't first, you're last. J.D. Ryan. Yeah, good morning, John. Hi. Hey. What you got? Oh, what I got? Well, you were talking about the big... but We're about to wrap up, Michael tells me. Oh. All right. You were talking about the big TCU and, of course, the Bulldogs beat them pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Mattress Mac put a big old bet down. We'll talk about how much he lost on that game as well as kind of his win-loss record, if you will, when we come back. John's in L.A. with Miss Gigi, and we're holding the fort down here in the home studio at the... Uh, John Clay Wolf uh, Ranch. <laughs> I'm J.D. Ryan. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Heard on the air every Saturday morning from New York to Los Angeles to Houston. And broadcasting to the rest of the world online at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. You're listening to The John Clay Wolf Show. Want more of The John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. We now return to The John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. I am so tired of flaky people in my business. I could puke. <laughs> just puke. Just throw up all over you. Just, blah, yeah. just puke. How come? I'm in the the wholesale used car business. Mm-hmm. And what do you, what what are car dealers known for? Lying. Bingo. Okay, so I have to navigate through those people. And there's a code of honor among the thieves. There's no honor among thieves. Well, of course there is, Gigi. There's honor among thieves. There's there, there there's there's truths amongst liars. Mm. And and the car dealers, when, when you're dealing with them, you know, there's some I have a relationship. I trust this guy with a million bucks. I trust this guy with anything. And there's plenty of those guys. But there's so many damn flakes in this world where people are watching all these motivational videos. Yes. Here's the problem: is everybody's a star? Yeah. Everybody is a star. What was that? That that song from the seventies. You can be a star too, or whatever. I don't know the YMCA. Oh yeah, you know. Okay. Um, Everybody, there's all these promotional videos jacking everybody up to be the best they can be and to talk about how great they are. The Tony Robbins of the world, but there's so many. They're all over social media, getting everybody high on their own BS. Yeah, I love Tony Robbins, (laughs) and. So, like, these people surface into the car business with their Gucci shoes and their fancy car and and their fake-it-till-you-make-it attitude. Mm -hmm. That's right. And you have to sniff those out because when you're doing transactions with people, there's, there's consequences when they lie and say they have money, but they don't. Okay. 
and it'll hurt the person that can't sniff it out. You you read about people all the time that don't get their cars registered, or uh, the the dealer didn't make the payoff, and then the bank calls them. Needing, now they have two payoffs. They have a payoff on the car they bought from from the new dealer, mm-hmm. and they have a payoff on the old car that they traded in because the dealer didn't make the payoff. Oh. But now he's filed bankruptcy. But that's not Susie Q. McGillicuddy's fault. I mean, that's not the bank's problem. That's the customer's problem. So what happened? So the the customer's stuck with two car loans and they're tied up in a bankruptcy. It just just, just crap happens. But here's my story. I'm in Florida. Imagine that. I love Florida, but a lot of scammy people are in Florida. Okay. And we're in Orlando working with a group that is um, coming on to give me the VIN, and they're not scammy people. I really like this group. But while I was there, there was a guy that called me a week prior. He got through to me. He wants to join, give me the VIN. Mm -hmm. He wants to join the team. Okay. He's got this company in Miami and this and that, and give me the VIN's so great, and he thinks that he should join us and use our resources and... We'd have a turnkey team in Miami, ready to go. He was trying to be like us. Mm-hmm. He can't pull it off. He wants to join us. Okay. That sounds good to me. Sounds good yeah, to me. Yeah, sounds good. So I'm in Orlando. I'm like, I'm going to be in Orlando Monday. I'm coming to see you Tuesday. And we pretty much make the deal on the phone how it would work. So I come down to Miami Tuesday, picks me up at the airport. I'm heading back to his office, Gigi. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, I've been doing this a long time. Right now, I want you to tell me, is there cancer in your system? Do you have a lot of debt? Is there is the Grim Reaper after your ass? Is that why you're trying to grab onto me? No, no, no. Everything's great. Everything's cool. I was like, you know, do you, a lot of times in this situation, people will call me. This happens a lot. Mm-hmm. They'll call me too late. They'll call me after after they flatline. Okay. So they're broke, and they call me to join me, but they can't because they're so broke they've got problems that, that I can't deal with. They need to bankrupt. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, not to get too deep. By the time I get out of the auction, he's completely flipped. He wants $400,000. For what? For his company. That after I've dug deeper is, guess how far in debt? How much? $380,000, of course. <laughs> yeah, a little sum for himself, you know what I mean? A little sum sum. Yeah. Well, I talked to my mentors last night, and they think I'm giving this company away and the valuation. I'm like, the valuation of broke is nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's like you trying to sell me your credit card bill. Yeah. You want to buy it? The valuation. And and he's sitting in my office, and I said, come on and let's talk. And, And I said, I hear that you now flipped again, and you want me to buy the company. Yes, I've talked to my mentors. And it's worth a million five, and I'll sell it to you for 400000 I said, all right. So you heard me tell you three different times I'm, I'm not, not buying, buying it. it. Right. Mm-hmm. And now we're all the way up here. We've gone through all this rigmarole. I've met all your people, and this is what you do. This is the kind of person you are? Yeah. Well, I just, I just changed my mind. I said, well, I have too. I said, you need to get your ass out of here. You can't talk to me like that. I'm your guest. I said, <laughs> you were my guest. I don't trust you. Yeah. This relate this business that we deal in is heavy duty trust, and we're, we're you know if I bid a customer's car at a hundred thousand dollars and they described it right, I owe them a hundred thousand dollars. Right. If I bid it for twenty five hundred, I owe them twenty five hundred. There's an honor in this among thieves in this transaction that what we say is our word, and you must abide to it. Mm-hmm. And if he has no word, then I'm out. Get the hell out. Take your Bentley driving ass. 
Bentley driving. Wow. Driving a Bentley. I'll take yeah, but look, see that you're the problem. Yeah. I'll you're take the problem, it. Gigi. Mm-hmm. You right there are the problem. Because you make you make the, the if I drive a Bentley, if I look the part, if I wear fancy shoes and I have a shiny fake Rolex, then I will get the beautiful Gigi. Yes. Yes. Yes, I'm available. I'm available. I will look good in a Bentley. Thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, after this long, drawn-out story of business uh, coincidentals and incidentals, it all rolls back to the P-word. The P... Oh. I mean, it's ridiculous. You got you gals. Yes, that's right. I you are good. the gravitational mm-hmm, pull mm-hmm. that runs the world, turns men into liars and thieves. Yes, lie for and me. Now, tales of the magic. Ooh. That's right. That's right. Right. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It really is the gravitational pull that holds the earth together. Yes, it is. It stopped wars <laughs> and created wars. them. That's right, and created them right. too. World War One was started by mm-hmm. a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Driving a Bentley. I'd look good in that Bentley, too. Huh. Does it have a sunroof? You just answered my question. I'm glad I went through this with you, Gigi. Yeah. You just, because I couldn't understand how this happened. And it, it, it's just dream, dreaming, yeah. dream boating. People today are dreamers. Mm hmm. Fake it till you make it. Mm hmm. Save I, something. Yes, yes. Save something. Quit overextending. Save something. I know that's easy to say. It is. But 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 if you want to do this, if this guy, you should have heard all this crap. This guy, he sounded like he just walked out of one of those damn um, rallies. He probably did. <laughs> those Grant Cardone rallies. Yeah, and Tony Robbins and maximize and actualize. I bought I bought Grant Cardone. You probably don't know who Grant no, Cardone yeah. is, but I bought his uh, roles. What? Yeah. I'd look good in that, too. You'd look good in that. Yeah. We, we buy his cars. Do you still It'd have It'd be them? great if there was titles on them right in hand. I'd still look. I don't need a title. I do not need a title to look good in that car. You have a title. It's Miss Gigi Drummond. Thank you. Thank Ms. you. beautiful Gigi Drummond. Thank you. J.D. As you live in a town, as you're in a town of pretenders, here you're, you know that's pretty much the thing in L.A., right? How you look, what you drive. In Miami. Who you are, babe, in Miami. Uh, you also, John, of course, make a lot of bets. You bet on cars every week. Sure. But you don't do this kind of money. The Mattress Mac put on the big game with TCU and the Bulldogs. He lost $3 million thinking TCU. Actually, I don't think he thought TCU was going to win, but it was his hometown. He was willing to put $3 million out there. And he also lost uh, one time with uh, $6.2 million when he guessed that Alabama would win it all. And, of course, the Bulldogs beat them as well. Over his <laughs> over his life recently, he's if you add them all up, he's still $73 million up. So he makes, Satan. Oh, Satan. Satan. Satan's not here. Satan. Satan's, Satan's not, not here, here temporarily. Is he gone for the day? He, nope. He'll be back here in about 45 seconds. So. Right. Oh, how much time do we have before the break? 45. Now 35. Oh, okay. So Satan is in the crapper. Okay. Well, what's oh. the next best thing to Satan? Stevie Wonder. Right on. There he is. Satan, I don't have time for you now, sir, but I did want to say, um, I guess you like the Georgia Bulldogs? Yeah, that was quite a coup, wasn't it, John? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, did it bother you? Did, were you leading Texas Christian University all the way to the promised land, or were you just letting it happen? And yeah, then you showed them. That's something I do sometimes. We'll, uh, we'll talk about it in a while, no problem. All right. 800 800 7234. 800 800 7234. 800 800 radio. We are buying cars pretty hard. I will talk about Tesla's 
price cuts also coming up. And if you lose us in this segment, go to John Clay Wolf Show, no, JCW Show, or JohnClayWolf.com to get the podcast that goes up today about 2 o'clock. It's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVent.com. Good morning this Saturday morning, 2023, in the the year of your Lord, whomever, whomever that might be. It is January 14th. It is a little nippy outside. But it's good to be alive and glad that you're here with us on this program right now. Coast to coast, sea to shining sea. My name is John Clay Wolf. We've got Gigi right here on my left. Good morning. JD good morning. on the right. Yeah. Turley on the boards. Yeah. DJ Pre-K. And Satan. Satan is on board with us this morning. Yeah. Uh, John. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's a... Uh, Charlie to, Daniels. I need to tell you something. Uh, yeah. You know the the TCU debacle. I feel yes. like I got, maybe I should make an apology of some sort or something. The TCU in the national championship that lost sixty-seven to seven, the largest bowl loss in history. Not the largest <laughs> national championship loss, but the largest loss in any bowl game since bowl games have been recorded. That one. Yeah. <laughs> the one that was three points worse than the Armed Forces Bowl twenty years ago. Yeah. What is the Armed Forces Bowl? That's my question exactly. I don't know either, but I know that that was the closest to the largest point spread loss of what we saw in the national championship game on Monday. So you, the devil, went down to Georgia, I'm taking it? Yeah, I've been doing that for years, actually. Uh, Songs have been written about it. Okay. Yeah. So, so... Is this a Christian Satan thing? Is that what this was about? No. Did you do this intentionally because it's Texas Christian University? So if it would have been Georgia Christian University, it would have been different? Not at all. Are the Christians just not ready for prime time, Satan? No, they're actually very good. You know, they had a lot of wins. They strung together a pretty good record this year. Right. I mean, they deserved to be in that game. Just couldn't hang. Let me tell you what. Tell you what happened there. Okay. The old man, and I think you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Jesus, God, God, yeah. Right. He, he takes this day of rest thing really seriously. In fact, for the last little while, a lot of times he doesn't get a whole lot done on a Monday. <laughs> this was one of those times. <laughs> so you think God was hungover or sleeping, and he wasn't taking care of his horn frogs, a Texas Christian, and, and carrying them through the end zone like he's been doing all season? Right, and that's not a put down now. I mean, listen, he's old. So, you know, he carries him a lot. He's great on a Saturday. Really up for the college games. But, uh, you know, you throw that into a Monday night. <laughs> Pardon me for saying, but God Almighty. <laughs> it was quite something. Quite something. 
I thought it was the hypnotoad all along, but it was God carrying them. Okay. And this is why I did not go to Phoenix the week before. All of my friends in Fort Worth, Texas went to Phoenix for the playoff game. And I said, no, I'm not going to go. I'm busy. But really, the truth was, is I didn't want to sit through a national spotlighted beatdown against Michigan. Michigan versus the Horn Frogs on New Year's Eve. Because I've watched the Horn Frogs lose at, at specific times like this throughout my entire life. I mean, as a kid in the end zone, third grade, playing football, you know, I, I went to these TCU games growing up. I've watched them lose when the stakes are high plenty. Yeah. And I was like, there's just no way they're going to beat Michigan. Well, sure enough, they, now remember, I wanted them to. I, I was just protecting my own heart, Satan. Of course. I, I couldn't take the emotional stress. So that's why I did not go to Phoenix, to watch them get killed and slaughtered by Michigan. Right. It's that either-or thing. So we go to Michigan, the Frogs do, and they, oh, I'm sorry, um, Phoenix, beat Michigan. Best game I've seen in my life, maybe. Yeah, quantity, it was incredible. Quantity. Right. I made a couple hundred on that one. So the, the acid that the Hypnotoad is, is putting out, I took a hit of it that night. Like, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm in. I was always in, but now I'm really in. I'm going to L.A. I'm getting tickets to the national championship game. This is bigger to me than the Super Bowl. This is it. You have no idea how much money I spent on these tickets, Satan. It was you that did it. How much did you, uh, how much did you bet on the frogs? I didn't. Well, I, the bet was the ticket purchase. I mean, $2,500 a ticket. Ooh. Ah! Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my. Right. So when we watched the first quarter, all my friends were here. We all stayed in the same hotel. We had the best time ever. But I'll jam through this. Everything was great. The ride to the game was great. Drinking, fun, this, that. We got here on a Sunday, went to big dinner on Sunday night. Monday we had party day, went to the Santa Monica Pier and did the uh, pep rally, had a blast. Go to the game, ready to go. We're going to beat, we're not going to beat Georgia, but we're going to play with Georgia. We might beat Georgia, what if, but the, we're going to the national championship, man. And, you know, what if we get beat by 20? It'll be okay. But what if we win? Because we won last week. We beat Michigan. Mm-hmm. Michigan beat Ohio State. Ohio State almost beat Georgia with seconds left in the game if they hadn't shanked the kick. So we beat the guys that almost beat the guys that were fixing to play. This is going to be a game. Mm-hmm. No. It was not a game. <laughs> what was it like in the stands, John? I mean, it was bad, J.D. I mean, it was bad. From the very beginning. What is it like to be at a funeral? But did you have some hope of a, for a of, while? Of a young kid that had a big life ahead of him. <laughs> did you have some hope for a little bit? Absolutely. I know when the last call came through, you didn't have any hope. This is what it sounded like. No, we all like. left with 10 minutes left in the fourth did quarter. You know? Go ahead. What, what, what was the last call? I, I wasn't there for the last call. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> Cut 22. The Georgia Bulldogs bludgeon their way to back-to-back, leaving no doubt. Belongs to Stetson Bennett, who leaves a legacy very few will be able to match. Back-to-back championships, 65-7 is the final for the Dogs. Ouch. (laughs) Stetson Bennett's trying to figure out if he should... Wait, Turley, is that the name of the quarterback? Yes, Right, right. He's trying to figure out if he should go pro next year or collect Social Security. <laughs> I think he's got another year eligible. It's like number seven in college. This guy has been, he's older than Lamar Jackson of the Ravens. He's in college. 
going and beating up on little kids like that. That ain't cool. <laughs> 26 years old? That's like <laughs> Billy Madison going back to high school and claiming that he knows how to hustle girls. John, you could have, quarter, you could have quarterbacked that team. Seriously. I mean, it's, it's not him. It's, right. the, it's the weapons around him. Well, the weapons around him were... Uh, Bob, are you, are, you, are you getting hot? I hear you breathing hard. You're making me excited. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> he, Stetson Bennett, they, they, they did a great job. But uh, I just, I, I, it was just too bad because TCU did such a great job this year, got up to this stage. Had we lost by even three touchdowns, it, it just went out on, on a downer. It just went on a downer to, to, for, the, for the gap to be that large. At the end of the first quarter, J.D., to answer your question, yeah. I believe it was 7-7. Seven, 17-7. See, there's so hope ab- there. Ab- absolutely there's yeah. hope there. And TCU's a second-half team. And about, you know, at that time, we're like, it's cool, we're a second-half team. It's going to be fine. <laughs> it, was, it was not fine. It was not fine at all. So what I was saying, we had blast all the way up to the you know first quarter. And then at right when I was fixing, the guy that I rode with, there was a party bus of friends, and then we were in a Suburban, because there was too many of us all to go together. We had two parking passes. Bo had texted me, what are you doing? And it was going into the fourth quarter, and I said, I'm just fixing to ask you the same question. Because he, he's like, are you ready to go yet? We're going into the fourth quarter. I was like, I'm ready to go. Let's, let's leave it 10 minutes with the fourth quarter left. So we leave, and all of us go together, and my friend, another one, it's raining Right? Mm-hmm. Raining like a monsoon. So the beatdown is not enough for TCU fans. They're trying to escape before this celebration, and they get caught up in a rain that looked like the one in Forrest Gump and Lieutenant Dan is yelling at, the, at Jesus. And we're, we're trying to get to our cars, and it's, it's hard to see, and it's cold as hell. And I have a friend named Cato. And he gets whacked by a car. He gets run over by a car. What? You heard me right. What? Out of the 12 of us, one of us got run over by a car in the parking lot. So now the party bus full of angry, wet, drunk TCU fans has to go to Cedar sinai mm. to get Cato's wrist looked at because he broke his wrist oh. when he got hit by the car. So it just couldn't, it just, it just kept on blossoming, the evening did. Hang on, breaking news, Saturday morning, six days later. Georgia Bulldogs just scored yet another touchdown. <laughs> they, they're still counting the ballots. They're still counting. This is like being in Phoenix. Like being in Arizona. They're still counting ballots. Georgia just scored another touchdown. Yeah, so it was a beatdown. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. Mark, what are you doing? Hey, I just wanted to call and tell you First off, that you have a stellar reputation in Georgetown with me and all my friends. Some of us married and uh, actually get in our cars just to uh, listen to your show. Get away from your wife. <laughs> to, I'm the, get I'm the wife the get away from Right. Yeah, you're the most honest uh, businessman on earth, and you have a stellar reputation. And I appreciate you sharing that uh segment with the uh, business that the guy waited till the last minute to uh, he waited for us to haul he him home really he waited to tell us yeah, yeah we, we flew his ass back in a private plane right. for him to drop this right. on 
So I said, he said, how do I get right. to the airport? I said, that's up to you to figure out, homeboy. You're so damn keen <laughs> right. and slick, you figure out how to get home. And everybody else figure out how to get back, because we'll be back in just a minute with some car calls. We're going to do a car segment. Load the phones right now, 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. On the weekends, I do this radio show. During the week, I run a company called Give Me the V-I-N, VIN number, GiveMeTheVIN.com, America's Best Car Buyer. It's actually pretty legitimate. You can look it up on the air. We did $1.8 billion worth of sales last year. I say that so that you understand who you're talking to. Not that I'm important, but that you can trust the brand and trust the company. Almost $2 billion in sales. In the past two years, right at $4 billion in sales. Checks we've written to you guys around the country and bought your cars. If we don't beat a CarMax offer at GiveMeTheVin.com, we will send you a check for $100. That's my mantra. Do you have a coupon? Do you have a this? Do you have a gift certificate? No. I got a $100 bill. says, if I don't beat your best offer at CarMax, then I'm going to send it to you. And sometimes I send out $100 bills because sometimes I don't beat them. And it's cheaper to give you 100 than to, to, to outbid their screw-up. I'm not trying to advertise for my competition. I'm just being real. Keep it real, dog. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. You can text that in or call in right now. Give me year, make, model, miles, average, rough, or clean. And I will bid your car right here on the radio in front of God and everybody and even Satan. Satan, are you still there? Yeah, always right here with you, John. Uh, thank you. That uh, I, I, I felt your presence. <laughs> no static. We'll at be all. right back. We'll be right. Will you take us out, Satan? Yeah, I'll tell you what. You want to hear something cool? Keep it right here for more of the John Clay Wolf Show. We'll be right back. Now back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. One eight hundred Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. One 800 Radio. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. We're going to bid a couple of cars real quick for you guys. I want to talk about Tesla fast also. Anthony in North Carolina, good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. I see you've got a 17, B- good, 17 BMW 320XI, so it's an all-wheel drive? Yes, sir. XI. And is it the luxury, M-Sport, wagon, sedan? Which one do you have? Uh, sedan. Okay. Do you know which model it is? If it's an M Sport or a Lux or a or a or just uh, a Sport? It's a, it's a Sport because it has a Sport Plus in it. Diesel or gas? Gas. Okay, it says you owe twenty five thousand. You're getting about eighteen grand from the dealers, and that sounds about right based off of what I'm hearing. Um, put me down for eighteen five, maybe nineteen, but that doesn't get you your payoff. And this is happening across the country right now. People are more upside down than they were because the car market crashed. And if you don't believe me, ask Elon Musk. He crashed his own car market. Yeah. Did, did you Did you hear about that? Yeah. What did you hear? Unfortunately, well, I heard he like overbuilt his cars and then he tried to expand and then he lost his investments and tanked a couple of his divisions and laid off a bunch of employees. Now, this is pseudo true, but what he did is he remarked his inventory and he remarked his pricing. So all these prices during COVID went up. New cars, used cars, you know, everybody's paying over a sticker. So Tesla just raised their prices. So two days ago, three days ago, Elon cuts his prices on his Teslas. So, for instance, if you bought a Model Y from him last week, you gave him $70,000. 
If you bought a Model mm-hmm. Y from him this week, you're giving him $57,000. They chopped the price on the new Model Y Tesla from 70 to 57. The Model S, they chopped at 10,000. The Model S Plaid, they chopped at 21,000. The Model X Tesla, they chopped at 11,000. I'm talking about sticker price list price. The Model X Plaid, they chopped at 20,000. The Model 3, they chopped at 10,000. So immediately all the dealers that have these Teslas in stock that are next to new like, you know, 1 or 2 years old, their values went down that amount right then because Tesla just changed their pricing. They brought it down to the earth. No pun intended, Mr. Mars, Elon. But I think it's pretty smart. You know, you mark to market. But instead of doing rebates, all the other manufacturers would say, we're going to give $20,000 rebates. No, they said, we're just going to lower the sticker price. We're going to bring the sticker price down to where they'll trade now. They're too high. Unfortunately for guys like me at Give Me the Vin, I've got 20 Teslas in stock. So whatever the... You can literally take the amount that they just wrote down and figure out that that's what our cars are worth less. Smart dealers are marking their Teslas down immediately this amount. The next to new ones. Remember, if it's 10 years old, it's not as effective. But if it's one, two, three years old, it's, as, it's heavily effective. There's guys that have Model Ys that gave 70000 for them used. Dealers. And now you can go buy a new one for fifty-six today on Tesla's website. So deflation is happening. The interest rate curbs that are going in, it's working. It's tough. It's not good. It's it, They're forcing a recession. But uh, we had to stop the runaway inflation. Had to stop it. And I think Musk is smart with what he did. But I know it doesn't help you in the payoff of your BMW. But I'll give 18, 5, 19 grand if that helps. And I appreciate your phone call. My name is John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. Reagan in uh, Athens, I see you there. Go to give me the VIN.com and put in your license plate on this truck, and uh, the computer will bid it automatically, okay? This is the VIN, the John Clay Wolf Show. Get a haircut, buttercup. America's largest weekend morning show, 800 800 Radio. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Give me the bed. The John Clay Wolf Show. America's largest weekend morning show. Presented by givemethevin.com. Special guest, Ronnie James Dio. You gotta love it when you have Dio on the show. Dio. Ronnie, the dead guy. Are you there? Excuse me, John. I had trouble with my headphones. (laughs) Ronnie James Dio, everyone. Straight from the dead. Straight from hell. From the Hades. The fire and the brimstone. How are you, Ronnie James? I got you loud and clear now. I've got the best cans in the room. <laughs> They're like lightning. <laughs> How has it been in hell, Ronnie James? It's warm. <laughs> it's warm. It's warm. Even when you wake up first thing in the morning, it's very warm. <laughs> Hot. Hotter than hell. <laughs> so everything you do, Ronnie, is in is in is in song. You don't talk. You don't speak normally. 
I like to express myself with anger and tunology. Rocking in hell. We did this bit years ago, and I got blown up on social from haters. There's a very serious Ronnie James Dio fan base there. And I mean, they're like, how dare you shame Ronnie James Dio, the king of darkness? Isn't it wonderful when they hate you? <laughs> it is so wonderful when they hate you, Ronnie James. And that's why I wanted to bring you on, because I love it when the haters come out. If you want to spread hate, please go to my Twitter handle, at John Clay Wolf. I take full responsibility for bringing dead Ronnie James Dio on the radio this morning. Blow me up, Tom. 800-800-734-800-800 radio. And we do not know which way, of course, Jeff Beck went, but he died this week after a bout of bacterial meningitis. He was 78. I guess Ronnie Dio could tell us if he <laughs> if he's around with him. Uh, Beck is a two-time member of, the, of course, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with the Yardbirds. And then, of course, Solo. He won seven Grammys. We have a little montage, actually. This will be number 15, Mike. Jeff Beck. Jeff Beck. This is the best one. Because it's Rod Stewart. <laughs> Damn. Awesome. Mm. Because we parted as lovers, I think is the name of that. Stevie Wonder wrote that. And Bob was telling me, of course, Jeff Beck and Jimmy Page were members of the Yards, Yardbirds at different times. But did you know they knew each other back in middle school? So we got number 16. is from a documentary back in 2019. We um, knocked on the door and this fresh-faced little kid answered the door. And, and Jeff came in and he had a homemade guitar and I also had a homemade guitar there as well. And we just sort of clicked immediately. It was like two brothers. It was just a joyous thing to find somebody else who had this common interest. He had a tape recorder and a great record collection. They had such an eclectic mix of records, even as a teenager. So we used to sit there listening and go back over the solo, never mind the singer. How is this sounding like a ricochet effect? And why does it sound so exciting? You've got a partner in crime. You've got somebody to hammer out ideas. When you've learned something that sounds reasonably impressive, you want somebody to see what they think of it. Oh, Jeff, Jeff Beck died this week at the age of 78. Everybody's dying. I bet he got the shot. <laughs> Don't start that again. Don't start John. it again. Don't no. start it again. <laughs> oh, you stirred people up with that last week. With Damar Hamlin, DeMar. I said, did he get the shot, the vax, the jab? And oh my God, did mm. the haters come out. <laughs> well, haters, I have some news for you. Google it. The CDC yesterday announced that they are starting an investigation between the jab and strokes. Oh, that's big. Don't question me. Question your government. It's right there, black and white. I think that, that came out on the newsreels last night at like 9 o'clock. So yes, it's real. And they are they are looking into it to investigate the common thread between the jab and stroke. And, and there are a lot of people that are flopping over dead that we don't know. Uh, rest in peace, Lisa Marie. We'll get into that later. 
But yeah, Lisa Marie Presley died too. And Evil Knievel's son died this week from the jab. For real? Well, actually, he was jumping a canyon on a motorcycle. <laughs> <we go>. No! <laughs> and they think that he had a stroke right before he left the ramp. Maybe. Oh, no, it's pancreatic cancer that caused the wreck. Something like that. We'll be back in a minute. My name is John Claywell. Buy Cars Radio for GiveMeTheVin.com. a blackout drunk. 800-800 radio. Yo, give me the VIN. Hey, want more John Clay Wolf? Who are you, his wife? Who are you, his mother? Go to jcwshow.com for the fastest growing podcast in the U.S. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Hit him up. 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. The John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by gimmethevin.com. And now, Senor Juan Clay Wolf. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese... Morning, everyone. Last week was an important week. The AVNs were in Vegas. Adult oh. Video Awards, oh. or uh, yeah, AVAs or whatever it's called. Yep, it's a big deal, man. It's a huge convention. Charlie, you have been correct. Yes, twice actually. <laughs> what? Why, why did you go? Why? Because it was an important event to cover. For whom? For what? Why? I mean, for you it was and your a wife? show. It was a show called The Wild Ass Circus. What do you think? Okay, we're gonna cover <laughs> stuff like that. So yeah, it's a it's very very entertaining. People watching. The best I think I've ever seen. It did it. Okay, the, the scene in Boogie Nights when they're doing the awards and Dirk Diggler wins. Is it similar to that? Yes. Oh yeah. The it, they're they're such bad actors. It's so uncomfortable. But they think they're superstars, and everybody they're the most important person in the room, and you're just looking at them like, okay, wow, you have no idea that what you do is just. You're just having sex on the screen. Congratulations yeah. to all of the nominees, and may the filthiest whores win. Yeah. Oh, and you're just laughing the whole time because they're announcing these categories for best blank in the blank. And, you know, it's like this. It, this it's like year, little person star Bridget the Midget is disappointed that she was not nominated. Says she was overlooked. Oh, God. <laughs> Storm, Stormy Daniels is disappointed that she wasn't nominated. Says she got screwed. Best actress contender, Anna Fox, said, Winning isn't everything. It's an honor just to be penetrated. Uh, Nominated. Get it? Get, get it? it? Get it? Mm-hmm. The annual porn convention <laughs> kicked off in Las Vegas. Fans who got to mingle with their favorite porn stars said they don't act like stores. They're just ordinary down-to-earth whores. Mm. Just like your sister. radio and Pornhub sent out their list of most viewed and like like if you ever go to Google Analytics to look at your web page and it breaks it all down to what page people spend the most time on and what time is the high traffic and what search words they like the most on your site well Pornhub annually publishes this list of listener or viewer behavior and we actually have the spokesperson of Pornhub, Anna Grinella Kelly, on the show this morning with us. Good morning, Anna. Hey. Thank- hey. Guys, energy. 
So, Anna, golly, you, you, you sound really sophisticated. Are, are you a porn actress yourself? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great that they, they selected you to be the voice of Pornhub. What, t- tell me about this list of statistics and what jumps out off the page at you. I well, hit you he, in the eye. You don't recognize me because I do a lot of cosplay. Cosplay. And so okay. I usually have the mask on because I'm like the superhero Mia Morgana. Okay. This year's top five categories searched on Pornhub will blow your mind. <laughs> I mean it. Okay. <laughs> it's hente, Japanese, milfs, lesbian, Asian, and stepmom. Stepmom. Wow. Yeah. Coming in at close number six, big butts. <laughs> right on. Which makes me sad because I don't have a big butt, but they're really popular. <laughs> Lana Rhodes is one of the most searched for porn stars. You know Lana? No, I do not know Lana. She's the one that says, it's so big. <laughs> She's famous for that. So animation, Hente, is number one? That's odd. Yeah, I know. All right. Right. right under Abella Danger and Angela White and Eva Elfie. <laughs> Eva's so sweet. She's a little petite gal. She's so sweet. But she can take it, baby. So, tell me about... I'm interested in the viewer behaviors, like times and days, on these statistics. Oh, they've got a lot of statistics for that. Top can you countries read? by traffic. Guess, guess what the top country is by traffic. I don't know. United States. Got to be the U.S., yeah. Yeah, I got Keep looking. But the people Porn in, Hub statistics is what we're discussing. Go the ahead, people Jay. in the Philippines spend more time on website on this website than anybody else. The average is 11 minutes and 31 seconds. Right. Next to Egypt and Japan. Right. They love it. They love it long time. They love me long time. In the United States, only 9 minutes and 44 seconds. We are quicker. I can't believe I said that. I know. I'm so stupid. Statewide, and this makes total sense if you think about it. Wyoming is the number one state. They spend the most time. <laughs> well, they're lonely. Uh, 11 minutes and three seconds. I know, and in Mexico, and this really hurts my feelings. In Mexico, they watch for an average of 8 minutes, 45 seconds. I know. I mean, what can you do in 8 minutes and 45 seconds? Clearly. You need 11. Let's step it up a little bit. My wife says I need two and a half. <laughs> and that's warm up and cool down. Oh, Oof. no. <laughs> that can't be true, John. Uh, you'd have to ask her. She's the one with the stopwatch. I know, because you're so gorgeous. Thank you, Anna. You're like my favorite Anna Banana. What about, do you have any stats there of, of days and times? What the most active times are on Pornhub and what day of the week? Yeah, it's really crazy. You won't believe this. Oh, my God. Hang on. Let me sit down. <laughs> Tuesday night. What? From 11 p.m. to midnight. That's the highest. It's like, you know, you have a whole weekend and get it on, rock out, go back to work Monday. And by Tuesday night, you just like, you need a little bit of that love. You want to see love. Everybody wants to be loved. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been the spokesperson for Pornhub? Um, 14 days. 14 days. <laughs> <laughs> 
not very long. So no, they we just, all work a lot. Right. It's a, it's a hard job. Somebody's got to do it. Right. It's a job. Well, all are kinds you, of jobs. I hope you're keeping your parents proud. I hope you're making your parents proud, Anna. Ooh, don't tell them it's me. Okay, I won't. That's what the mask is for, baby. Did you ever hear about that? Who was the gal from Saudi Arabia? The Muslim gal that went big. And her parents, like, banished her and went public against her. And I forgot her name. But she was pretty cute to look at. Crystal Christianada? No. What else? Keep naming them. Um. I don't know. She must be. She might be. I think you're talking about. Um, she's a red tube model. Oh, there's a difference. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Know. That's the big rivalry. It's Pornhub and Red Tube. <laughs> We're better. Who's better? Actually, porn stars from Saudi Arabia, John. Mia Khalifa. That's ah. it. Mia Khalifa. Oh, Mia Khalifa. The other Mia. <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming on and updating us on pornography statistics. Like I said earlier, these kids today have it so easy. We had to work for our porno. We had to right. watch between the squiggly lines. Yep. We had to dig di- dig dad's playboys out of the trash can. Yeah, I go back to print days. Right. We had to wait for the those slow pages to load up one by one mm-hmm. in 96 when the internet was still connected with modems. It was a tough life. You kids, <laughs> you don't realize how easy you've got it. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. Speaking of kids that do nothing but play electronics... JD, did you hear about the video gamer? Yeah, this video gamer. Around enjoy- yeah, he was, Go ahead. he was watching the rainbow. He was actually playing the game Rainbow Six Siege, and he got uh, he basically got the fright of his life when he accidentally dialed nine one one. So the operators now listening to him go, "I just killed two people." <laughs> Elijah was actually uh, making a commitment, a comment rather, about the video game to a friend. Of course, over the chat, here's some audio from that cat number eight. I was sitting down on my couch playing Rainbow Six Siege. All of a sudden, we're in the middle of a match, and I, I killed two people. I, I got two kills, and I after that, I died. I see a call on my phone. It's 911. Uh, no more than two minutes, my dog started barking at the front door. And so I look out there, and it's, there's four uh, police patrol cars out there. I was, I was playing the game, and uh, I, I bugged out the phone. Okay. That was my bad. What? No, no. It's only me home. Nobody's inside. It's only me. I think there's nothing better for small children than to play video games that kill people. I mean, it's a good way to grow up. You got to grow up sometime. You might as well just, you know, learn how to kill. Learn how to kill good. If you're going to be a killer, be the best you can be. A kill is a kill is a kill. And my third grader's damn good at it. Yeah, leave it there. I've got to stop this uh, this Fortnite stuff with my third grader, dude. It's ridiculous. It, I, Is it a game? Huh? It's a game. It's called Fortnite. Okay. Everybody, every third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grader in the world is addicted to this thing, and you run around killing people. He's, and I hear him screaming, I killed him! I got him! I killed him! I'm like, what, Jay? He's walking into the Christmas party with your wife, and he's mad. And I don't know what he's mad about. And I go, hey, how you doing? I go, okay, something's up. This is my third grader. Third grader, right. I go, well, what's, what's, well, why are you angry? Because clearly you are. Mom made me stop. 
killing people. Well, that's a good idea. Welcome to the Christmas party. But apparently it was Fortnite, right? It's Fortnite. And it, it's one of those um, point of angle games. You know, it started with James Bond, then it worked its way into Halo is one, um, Call of Duty is one, but Fortnite is the one that has won the hearts of the world of killing people. Is it real graphic? Youngsters, yeah. I mean, when you kill people, did they splatter on the wall, the whole thing? No. No. Okay. I've no. seen those, and I was like, really? Do we need that? You, you need- thought Grand Theft Auto was bad. Yeah, this is really, really bad. Oh, it, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. It's so damn addictive. And, and I mean, when you control your kid's behavior with the power cord of the Xbox, if you don't do that, we're going to take your power cord away again. No, no, please, I'll kill you. Gigi, what do I do? You're a therapist. It is systematic desensitization. So, like, you're encouraging your kids to learn how to kill. Right. So when they get angry with you, what are they going to do? Kill you. Yeah. That's why I keep my gun safe, Locke. How about that? And another safe behind that. I don't want my kid to kill me because he got good at killing on Fortnite. Yeah. That's scary. (sighs) I probably... Mm -hmm. How do I I stop it? Just turn it off? Yeah, get rid of it. Turn it off. It's not too late. I thought Fortnite was a dance. A dance? No. Didn't they have that dance? I don't know, but Fortnite is a is a singular player game that you have your headphones on and play with all of your other third and fourth grade friends in town, and they all wire up, and they run around and kill each other. Who thought that was a good idea? All the moms around the United States, because it babysits the kids for them. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. My name is John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. And don't forget America's Best Florist, Gordon Boswell. Gordon Boswell, if you go to the jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com, where our podcast is that will go up today at 2 o'clock, you can see a link to Gordon Boswell. Around the world, or around, or actually around the country, or around town, Gordon Boswell is a place to go. And one thing that I love about him, the reason I endorse him, is I've sent flowers remotely to people, and they've sent me pictures of what I bought out of town. They're terrible. They charge you $150, you get $25 worth of flowers. At Gordon Boswell's, when people have sent me their bouquets or whatever I've sent them, like somebody dies and I send them uh, something from Gordon Boswell's, what you get on the other end when they deliver is as good, if not better, than the picture. Oh, wow. Which in the other ones is terrible. So that's why I like them and that's why I endorse them. They don't pay me anything to do it. They just Actually, I do a swap with them where they just load the office up with flowers and they load our house up with flowers every week. Because it's that damn pretty. I like their stuff. It puts everybody in a good mood. And if mama's happy, That's then right. everybody's happy. That's we'll be right, right back. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Lisa Marie Presley passed away at, I believe, 54 years of age. Day before yesterday. Yeah, so sad. Right after the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. And she was there on site to watch the Elvis movie win its awards. And the actor, what's his name, J.D.? Hang on a sec. Let me look here. Uh, Austin, Austin Butler. Austin Butler. Austin yes. Butler. Austin Butler. Austin we have some Butler. audio of that. Yeah, Austin Butler thanking them when he won the Best Actor at the Motion Picture Drama Awards. Of course, cut number two. I also want to thank the Presley family. Thank you for opening your hearts, your memories, your home to me. Lisa Marie, Priscilla, I love you forever. 
So uh, great movie. Man. I have a question. Huh? How long ago did they shoot this movie? Four years ago. At least. I think well, that's right. Yeah. Why is he still stuck in Elvis's voice? Yeah, I know, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> Miami's accepting the award, man. Can I hear that one more time? I also want to thank the Presley family. Thank you for opening your hearts, your memories, your home to me. Lisa Marie, Priscilla, I love you forever. You know, I, I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> the Academy for bringing me back from the dead. And, and sharing my story with the world. And of course, my baby girl, Lisa Marie, over there, and my beautiful ex wife that I still fool around with, Priscilla. <laughs> you know, wise men say, don't take pills on the toilet. It ain't good for you, you know. I mean, I was doing Vicodin smoothies before smoothies were cool, man. I mean, you know, it, pe- peanut butter and jelly, if you. It, the, nobody ever understood that, that you. You blend in some Vicodin in that peanut butter. You put it. You put it in the blender and take some Vicodin pills. And that's why we ate PBJ. Me and all the boys, you know. Mm. And I'd get a little high and go. And I heard Mama, Mama in Memphis back there in her room. And she was upset. She was uncomfortable. I go in there, rub the lump on Mama's back. God. That was my job. That's why I stayed high because I had to do. I had to rub my Mama's back, rub the lumps out of my Mama's back, all the time. Mm. It was a hard life, but it was fun. Just like the movie. You know, it was back, back, back in the day before the colonel took half my money. I used to buy everybody a lot of gifts and presents, but then the colonel turned into a Vicodin addict because he started eating my peanut butter and jelly Vicodin <laughs> smoothies. And he got high on the, on the stuff, so he turned into a habitual gambler, you know, and that's why we went to Vegas. We went to Vegas, everybody, and, and we, we, we did the longest run. Hell, they called it the Elvis Hotel. It wasn't the Hilton. It was the Elvis Hotel. Because I'm the biggest biggest star in the world. Michael Jackson ain't got nothing on me. Mm-mm. He tried to do Vicodin smoothies, and he died. Yeah. Never, never land my ass. <laughs> you know, Memphis, Tennessee is the capital of the world for me. And once I get out of here, I'm going to get back on the Lisa Marie jet and head back to Memphis. Yeah, y'all think I'm dead. I ain't dead. Ooh. Right. I live in an underground bunker, right at Graceland. I got cameras all over, all over Graceland. I'm watching you weirdos come in and pay to see me. <laughs> and I'm sitting there watching you. But I'll tell you what I'm really sad about this morning here on the John Clay Wolf Show is that my baby girl died. Yeah. My baby girl died. She outlived me. Nobody wants to outlive the children. It should have been Priscilla. It shouldn't have been baby Lisa Marie. But thank you again for giving me the award. Thank you, Austin, for doing such a bad impersonation of me. <laughs> and thank you, Austin, for continuing to mimic me. You'll be getting a cease and desist from a lawyer, Austin Butler. You need to quit talking like me. Because you ain't me, son. It's not, you, you're not me. Quit acting like me. I'm coming back, people. I'm coming back. I'm coming back from the dead. I, I think I'm done with all this. I'm coming back. I'm going to do some more movies. I'm heading to Hawaii in the afternoon. And we're going to shoot some more bad movies. John Clay Wolf, thank you for having me on the show. You're welcome, Elvis. Thank you, Elvis. Thank you, Elvis Presley. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming. Elvis Elvis has re-entered the building. Right. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. No, that's terrible. Bad joke about Lisa Marie. I mean, I I, I couldn't help it. Um, But he shouldn't have said that. Elvis shouldn't have said that. It shouldn't have been Priscilla. It shouldn't have been anybody. No. No. It should have been Elvis. I didn't realize he was still alive.
Lisa Marie, well, of course, was married and divorced four different times when she was interviewed on Oprah back in 2010. She explained why the marriage to Michael Jackson ended rather abruptly. Cut number three. Why did the marriage end? There was a very profound point in the marriage when he had to make a decision. Was it the drugs and the, and the sort of vampires or me? And he pushed me away. Vampires? Meaning uh, people that are sort of... Spiders, vampires, um, sycophants sucking his blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So blood you saw suckers. that all around him. Oh God, yes. Yeah. What about this duet? I want to hear this duet between uh, Elvis and. There's a couple of Lisa. them that are really good. Cut number one is actually where no one stands alone, and then I also have in the ghetto. Cut number one first. Of a song that you may remember, of course, in the ghetto, and it's not playing. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I'm sorry. Oh, good job. There it is. That's nope. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's not it. Oh well, we had it all set up, man. I tried. Sorry. No, let's let's drag through this I, painful yeah, mud. Who's to blame? Me. Who's to blame? Me. me. You, JD Ryan. You're have, the professional. I'm in the out room. of here. I'm so sorry. I tried to use. I tried to use your plug, and it didn't work. Oh, okay. Anyway, well, how come Bo- how come Bobo didn't load it up yesterday? Pre-show. I didn't know it existed until uh, JD mentioned it this morning. Oh, okay. I, I in dug the ghetto, up the, uh, the one we just in the ghetto to. is one of my favorite songs. I wanted to hear me and my baby sing it. It is beautiful. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Can you work on it? Can we play it later? Very possibly. Yes. The answer Very is possible. yes. The answer oh, is thank yes. You. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Want to hear something funny? This week's random stand-up features the great Frank Caliendo and his excellent impression of an NBA broadcaster, Charles Barkley. Cut nine. <laughs> Charles Barkley. Uh, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley thinks everything is terrible. You might not know that because he says it like this. Oh, no, that was terrible. That's a terrible, terrible play. Where did the vowels go in that word? Huh? What's he doing? Saving them for the home game, a wheel of fortune? I would not like to buy a vowel. Consulates only. That was terrible, terrible, terrible. <laughs> Do not play Scrabble with Charles Barkley. What are you going to do? Challenge when he puts this down? T-R-B-L. <laughs> What's that? Terrible. <laughs> What's that mean? It means horrible. What's that mean? It means willow, willow bed. It's terrible, horrible. Knucklehead. <laughs> he always sounds hungry, too. Uh, you know, for example, in the NBA, there's a team called the Denver Nuggets. And they always make sure to say Denver, because if they don't, they know they're going to lose Charles. Like, what do you think of the Nuggets? Well, I thought they were pretty good for dinner last night. <laughs> I had some honey dipping sauce. That was crazy. C-R-A-Z-A, crazy. What's that? That's a triple word score. You just lost again, fool. How much time do we have, guys? Hello. 
Two minutes. Okay, I want to take a few calls real quick. I'll make them fast. Uh, William, Oklahoma City. Good morning. How are you doing, guys? Good. Hit it. All right. Uh, I called in. The... All right. Mike in Tulsa. Good morning. What do you got? Well, hell, man. I did not realize how long these listeners wait to actually talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now you're on national radio, so tell me what's on your mind, sir. Well, you know, I always get a kick out of the uh, hate mail that you get. You know, last week I heard somebody uh, invite you to eat the entirety of, I'm assuming a piece of their anatomy, and I don't know whether it's a man or a woman, if it's a man. I can kind of as a woman. I, I love the hate mail too. The you just lost a listener, Turley. I don't know if you have the sounder. I don't have any handy uh, hate mail. You just lost a listener. But I would love to get more. And the best hate mail is not emailed hate mail, but handwritten hate mail, where I could really <laughs> feel your pain. <laughs> and if you'll if you'll go to jcwshow dot com or johnclaywolf dot com, click. Email John, not email, I'm sorry, the, the contact us. And the P.O. box is there, and we can get your mail directly. So the hate mail that you handwrite is more likely to get read on air than the hate mail that you email. But feel free to email hate mail as well. At, um, and go to jcwshow.com to get that, and also get the podcast that will go up this afternoon. Crab in California, good morning, you're on there. Hi, John. Hey, it was great seeing you Monday on Heidi uh, and Frank show. And uh, hi, Gigi. I can't hey. hear you. Who's there? But on hold. Are you going to uh, see um, Gigi before you leave? I'm. I'm Tell sitting here and hiding. I'm sitting here in Frank's chair, unbeknownst to him, in his studio, right now in L.A. in Burbank. And I'm looking to the beautiful Miss Gigi Drummond to my left. That's me. No way. Right <laughs> way. Yes way. Nice. Yep. Uh, yeah, Frank. Hey, Heidi uh, and Frank I are so nice to have out. us on. Do what? I won't rat you out before sitting in the chair. Um, okay. <laughs> hey, I wanted to get your take on the NFL uh, wild card this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think uh, Dallas has a chance? Uh, I'm worried about the Chargers and uh, San Francisco. Uh, so these Chargers are going to win. Dallas is going to lose. If you look at Tom Brady's <laughs> matchup against Dallas, I mean, it's time to break the record. But the last, let me think here. I've got, I've, I, I wrote, I wrote this down earlier. Okay, Tom Brady is seven and zero against the Cowboys in his career. He's never been beaten by the Cowboys. Dallas rolls into the NFL playoff bracket, ranked fourth in the league in points per game, which is twenty-seven and a half. Tampa Bay is thirteen in points allowed. Um, points allowed at twenty-one. Dallas is favored by two and a half points. I still think Tom Brady wins because he is Tom Brady, and he's like he just always lets. That's why I hate him. I mean, I really hated Tom Brady on the Patriots. I love him now that he's gone to Tampa Bay and proven as a forty-year-old man he could take a scrub team and turn it into a Super Bowl champ team. So I won't be pulling for him, but it wouldn't surprise me if he beats us. I hope that helps. Well, Thanks for tuning in. This Do was what? last year. Yeah, this is his last year for sure. Elvis told me he thinks the Cowboys are going to win. So, 
If you bet with Elvis, go with Cowboys. We'll be back in a minute. My name is John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com and call in and load the phones with the car calls because the next segment, I'm going to bid cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN. Give me the VIN. Give me the VIN.com. You can go to give me the VIN.com right now, put in your license plate, and get an automatic bid immediately. Or call into the radio show and I'll bid it on the air. Year make model miles average rough or clean. I'll hang a number on it. We'll write a check for it. GiveMeTheVin.com is America's best car buyer, and if they don't beat your CarMax offer, they will send you a check for $100. How do I know this? Because I'm the one that signs that check. You'll see my pretty little John Hancock on the bottom of it. We'll be right back. And a hungry little boy with a runny nose Plays in the street as the cold wind blows in the ghetto John Clay Wolf Show has what you need. Go to jcwshow.com for the fastest growing podcast in the U.S., The John Clay Wolf Show. Now, back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1 800 800 Radio. This is The John Clay Wolf Show. And this is the quick car segment where we bid a couple of cars live on the radio for GiveMeTheVin.com. Mike in Florida, 20 Kia Soul. 78,000 miles. You only want $17,000. Yeah, that'll do it. Sounds like a bargain. <laughs> where, where are you coming up with a $17,000 number? Um, one of you guys offered it to me about probably about six months ago when the market was different. Mm-hmm. You're not going to like this. This is a great example of reality of how much this car market has changed. The current market on that car is $13,000. It's come down $4,000 in six months. Yeah, I get it. And that's what we'll pay. Did you see where Elon Musk slashed the prices of new Teslas by 10, 10% almost across the board? No, I just keep hearing about Teslas going in pools and stuff like that. Right. But, well, yeah. I would... Um, Thirteen grand, and actually, thirteen grand is today. If you would have called me three weeks ago, it would have been twelve. They're they're inching back up a little bit from these lows. So let me know, Brian in Virginia. Good morning, you're on the air. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. You have a uh, 2017 Cadillac CTS. Is it a six cylinder? Yes, sir. Two door or four door? Four door. Is it a V? No. Okay, so it's it's not the the hot rod, um, and it's a is it a no. premium or a luxury or a premium luxury? Premium luxury. What color? Uh, dark blue with a light gray interior, leather. You're not gonna like this, but I call that loser blue. In luxury cars, dark blue's tough, 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 tough. It it's about a. I'd say this car is worth fifteen hundred, maybe two thousand less than if it was pearl white. So when you're buying a new one, remember that, because they cost the same new. Okay. Um, I will pay if it's got a clean Carfax twenty four thousand for it. Sounds good. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com. Load it up. Um, we have an office. We have two in the Metro DC areas that you could drop it off and get a check. How far are you from? Uh, how far are you from um, like Manassas? 30 minutes. Okay, perfect. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com, load it up. The computer may hit you a little bit lower than that, but I'll pay it. 
Okay. 24 grand. 24 grand. 800-800-723-4800-800 radio is the call-in number. My name is John Clay Wolf, and I buy cars on the radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. The John Clay Wolf Show. What have you got there? Divine inspiration. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Hit them up. 800-800-RADIO. As a business operator, I buy a lot of advertising. Mm-hmm. And so I'm getting hit on all the time from advertising salespeople. And this guy in L.A. just hits me and hits me and hits me. And he, and I finally said, hey, send me a schedule that'll blow my mind. Impress me. Mm-hmm. It's so cheap I have to do it. A uh, TV schedule. And actually it was a radio schedule. And this guy sends me a schedule. I send it off to our lady. And then he writes me a note Thursday and says, would you like to go to the Lakers and Mavericks game? Ooh. And he's like, if you're close, we have a suite tonight. So I write back, I'll take two tickets. Because I'm in L.A. this week. Mm-hmm. And then when I got there, I started reading that text again, or that email again. And he wrote, if we can close, I will give you two Lakers tickets. Oh. Not close. There's a difference between close and close. Mm-hmm. So he was like... <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. And, and, but I did, I did before we went, I said, hey, I just reread this. And uh, I read it wrong. I thought you said, if you're close. You know, oh. what, what are the odds I was going to be in L.A. For the, when you sent me this? And I'm here. I said, give the tickets to someone else. I'm not buying the schedule yet. I might. But I'm not there yet, and I'm not. I'm not going to commit to this for. You're not going to bait me with Lakers tickets to sign on the dotted line. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on up anyway. So uh, one of my employees and I went to um, whatever it's called, Crypto Center. I wonder how long it's going to be named Crypto Center. Anyway, uh, and went and watched the Mavericks beat the Lakers, and it was the damnedest game I've seen in years. I don't know if anybody saw it, but it went into double overtime, Ooh. and the place was packed to the roof. I mean, it looked like a playoff game. That was good. And I was like, why is this place so full? And, you know, D reminded me, he said, this is Luca versus LeBron. That's why this place is so full. It was the, it was the matchup of the Titans. Oh, okay. Clash of the Titans. Luca Doncic versus LeBron James. And that's what it turned into. And Luca did his patented three-pointers right there at the buzzer twice to take it into double overtime. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, Lakers are terrible, but they were good that, that night. And it was fun to watch. We went Tuesday night and watched the Clippers beat the Mavericks. So I caught two Mavericks games while I was here in town this week. And it was, uh, that's more Mavericks games than I've been to all year. <laughs> I've never actually watched my team out of town. And it is fun to go see your team on the road. I've never been to a Cowboys game on the road. I'd love to go to Tampa Monday, but can't make it. 800-800-7234-800-800. Radio. Turley, did you happen to watch the Mavericks-Laker game? Um, I saw the highlights and Luca. Yeah, he's 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 almost averaging a triple double. I mean, it's it's amazing. Thirty five points, nine rebounds, eight assists. I mean, he is he's a real deal. But they don't have anything else around him. If you ask me to define a triple double, and I have looked it up before, I still don't remember what that means. So points over ten. So he's averaging thirty four 
Wait, so, you had, so to get a triple-double, you have to have 10 or more points Correct. in a game? Correct. Okay. So, and then it's rebounds. He's at nine right now per game. And then assists. And how many do you need for a triple-double? Ten. Okay. So he's got to have tri- you guys got to have tens across the board there. And, and what's assist, the third? What's the third assist, category? Assists. He's at eight point eight. So he's basically at nine. So he's doing again. He's the team. There's no one else around him. I mean, I'm why sure you noticed tri- that. Why is it called a triple double? I don't know. Double honorable double day or whoever invented the game and triple double throughout the whole season. Correct. Okay. So that's the mark of greatness. Is a triple double? Oh yeah. All right. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. I just watch him. I'll tell you what. I enjoy watching basketball in person more than football how come because you're closer to it mm-hmm. you can smell their sweat Ew. no i mean it's just the, these giants are right there in front of you when you go to these monster football games you're so removed from the um, game i i can keep up with it better on television in in at a basketball game you can keep up right in front of you speaking of the tcu game at sofi last <laughs> no. monday uh, not to make things worse, God decided to blow the wind through SoFi Stadium with the rain on the TCU side. So all the TCU fans, because SoFi Stadium is not enclosed on the sides. Mm-hmm. It is open, and it's like a hail tent on the top. So the rain was leaking through the roof. Mm-hmm. The best stadium in the world. Oh, my God. <laughs> So the best. No, it's not. It's not. It's not as good as Dallas's AT and T. I've said it ten times. The 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 trim out on SoFi looks like under the bleachers at the old college um, stadiums mm. from the thirties. Wow. It, it's it's concrete. There's no there's no trim. They forgot to call the trim carpenter when they finished SoFi Stadium. It, it, at AT and T, you feel like you're in a hotel. It's nice. Oh my God, it's nice. Ooh. SoFi's okay. But it is no AT&T. And I don't know why it gets the accolades of what it gets. But I can tell you one thing. When it rains and the wind's blowing, the poor son of a bitch on the other side is going to get drenched. <laughs> <laughs> and when your team's down by 50 and you're getting drenched and you paid too much to get there, it doesn't, it doesn't make for a fun evening. It's a good time. <laughs> when we left, we went to a nice restaurant to try to like reset the beatdown that we just had. And then right about the time, because we, we that the we were fixing to leave, here comes the drunk Georgia fans marching through a very nice restaurant, the Peninsula, mm-hmm. in in Los Angeles, marching through the restaurant like a drill team, with their chants. And I was just like, Jesus Christ! And it wasn't that I was so disgusted with them; I was just so jealous that that could have been us. <laughs> <laughs> So many people told me this week, man, I was thinking about you during that game. Man, I was thinking about you during that game. Just what a beatdown it was, the national championship game. Sad. It must have been sad. But I'll tell you what, a good friend of mine the next day, because I was bitching and moaning and and upset, and she said, imagine what it would have felt like to be those boys on the sideline. She said nobody was as disappointed as they were. Oh, yeah. And I was like... You're right, JJ. I need to shut up. <laughs> I need to quit bitching. Because they brought us all the way to the national championship, and they let themselves down and let us down, and they feel terrible. Yeah. So TC Horned Frogs, nice job. Mm-hmm. Y- y- Cinderella story. 
from nothing from, from rags to riches. Unfortunately, at the at the strike of twelve, your stepsisters beat the hell out of you. <laughs> took the shoe off your foot and just beat the hell out of you with it. <laughs> I know, I know. It's the SEC. That's what it's all about. The SEC showed us what the reality is. Um, speaking of, so my son this weekend, mm-hmm. who lives in California at school, he's in a quarterback camp mm-hmm. in uh, Manhattan Beach, or Redondo, right over there. Uh, QB Universe, what it's called. And I was, we were watching the practice last night, and I was like, how many kids you got here? It looked like a lot. He's like 50. I was like, oh, that's a lot of boys. He's like, yeah, in Dallas, it'd be 150. I was like, why? He's like, SEC. What is SEC? The Southeast Conference. Okay. The college football, the level is so much higher. So this is like a turnout of the youth. So 50 kids are at the quarterback camp in L.A. 150 kids will be in the quarterback camp hosted in Dallas because they will come from Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, the SEC states, Mississippi, Alabama, and it's just it's just a higher level of play. So, what's that mean? Yeah, it means we need to get better. You will. Well, it's not just. I mean, TCU made it to the national championship. They beat Michigan. I mean, that's all you can ask for. But the Pac-10. I'm saying you need to get better. How? Pacific. How? The West Coast. I don't know. I don't know. What's wrong with you people? I don't know. Maybe we can find out when we get back. All right, we will find out when we get back. My name is John Clay Wolf. Buy cars, the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. You're listening to the most popular Saturday morning show to ever broadcast in America. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. Feel free to call and make your voice heard. 800-800-RADIO. If you missed any of the show, go to jcwshow.com right now and download the podcast. The John Clay Wolf Show. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Hit them up. 800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. morning Denver on our new affiliate The Fox. Yay! 103.5 The Fox in Denver is their number one classic rocker and we just started there today. Glad to be riding along with you. I'm sure you're confused. Are you riding along with us? Hang tight. You'll be less confused. We've been doing this for 18 years and some people think we're funny and some people think we're uh, very ridiculous. So you'll either be insulted or entertained. That's the idea. Polarizing is what we go for. Good morning, New Orleans. Billy, hi. Good morning, sir. Good morning, John Clay Wolf. Good morning, Gigi. Good morning. I have to I have to admit, for the years I've been listening to the show, I've never Googled Gigi's voice. Or never Googled Gigi's. Okay. <laughs> I have to admit. I have a little I have to admit I have a little bit of chocolate lust for Gigi. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Well, Just you're in the right bit. place if you live in New Orleans. Well, I work on Bourbon Street, so I see millions and millions of women. Mm-hmm. But if you yeah. if, if if you like yeah. black girls, you're in the right city. He's so you should have them running all over He's you. A Texan. I do. He's a I, do. I, I really do. 
Oh, good, really good. Do. You know, I'm a, I'm a great-looking white man, mm-hmm. and I'm 50 years old, and, well, I got a little bit of chocolate love for Gigi. All okay, right. okay. Well, head out to Los Angeles no, and on. take her on a good date. That's right. Give her a hamburger. When you come, put her on the ba- put her, put her on the floor of the uh, on the on the floorboard Whatever in the back of the car. Want. Spank me, Daddy. Double cheeseburger, <laughs> French yeah. fries, I extra crispy. Wait, wait, I, would, I, heard, I heard I heard you say some cuss language earlier, and yes, Daddy, and so do you like that? No, and I'm not into that. I'm not into that, but um, I'm just saying. But you could be my Daddy. <laughs> You want to spank me, Daddy? Come on now. Ooh, Daddy, spank me. Billy's lost for words. Mm -hmm. Billy from Bourbon Street. That's right. Gigi, I'd like to challenge your blackness. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Go ahead. I'm waiting. I don't think you're 100%. I don't think you're full on. Okay, I mean, I got some other stuff. I'm 16% Scandinavian. There it is. There it is. There it is. I'm channeling my inner white girl. Now I... Now I know why I like you so much. Aww. I have a soft spot in my heart for Scandies. Aww. Have you met my wife? Yes, I have. She's a hundred percent Scandinavian. She's lovely. She's from Denmark, mm-hmm. Copenhagen. So you're sixteen percent. Sixteen percent. And there's sixteen percent of you that I just love. And the other. Uh, yeah, I like. And oh, oh okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, that's okay because Mr. Caller Man, he, he likes it all. He does. He so, what else all. have you got up in you? I have Jewish in me, Azakanazi Jewish, uh, the Scandinavian, of course, Nigerian, and the thing that was surprising was a very small percentage of Filipino. I see it. Just a touch. Just a tiny bit. Just a touch. That's just a tiny bit. They call California the melting pot of the world. Yeah, I am the melting pot. Yeah, that's why I love martial arts movies. Where did you... (laughs) That's right. Who didn't watch Black Belt Theater when they were kids? So... <laughs> you know you watched it. You know you did. Bruce Lee and the bad. Uh, the, I, I love where, where the lips don't match. And Jim Kelly. What? So how did you find out about all this uh, heritage? I did ancestry because I wanted to know. But you know when you do stuff like that, you find out lies and lies. So I just stopped. Uh, oh, from your past, so pe- yeah. lies people talk like like what is a lie? Okay, like they they pull up records. Of people, okay. right? So my whole life, my dad told me that one of my uncles died from complications of diabetes, right? right. So why does his death certificate say a gunshot wound to the head? <laughs> like, what is that? Now, was he Scandinavian? Okay. <laughs> the diabetes made him do it. You know, so... Yeah. So did you call your dad or was he already passed? Well, he's already on the other side. Did you Were you able to call anybody and verify this? No. I mean, but it's on the death certificate. I it's understand. right there. So that's pretty good verification. Yeah, that's... Gunshot wound is not diabetes. No. What are other lies that you came across? Anything you remember? Oh, my goodness. We're not Cherokee. We're Catawba Indians. And then, you know, there was a couple overseers and slave owners. But, you know, we won't go there. No, well, let's go yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, was... so you think that you had some white man slave owner in you down? I know uh, that uh, upstream. I know that, but I didn't know that before I made that phone call. So there's what th- phone call? The phone call to the family historian who's still living, who said, "Girl, we need to talk." But the freaky thing was, every time she got ready to tell me the truth, right? The phone line went dead. Get out of I'm here! I'm one hundred percent. Stop it! One hundred percent. The phone line went dead. So. We're still working on that. I even did the, what is it, 23 and Me? Or no, My Heritage. Right. To, like, compare the two. And it's the same. 
I know I know a gal that did twenty three and me, if that's what it's called, where mm-hmm. the where you send in the DNA sample. Yeah. She found her real father. Really? And she called her mama out on it and her mom started crying. Ooh. She called her real dad, met him. And she was forty years, forty five years old. I think old. that's great. Oh, it was yeah, great. great. No, nobody's mad, but her mom's a little mad that she got ratted out. Yeah, I guess so, huh? Mm-hmm. She can explain that curly hair now, can't she? <laughs> right. Eight hundred eight hundred seven two three four eight hundred eight hundred radio. Longtime North Carolina State play by play announcer Gary Hahn has been suspended indefinitely after an on air remark during the Duke's Mayo Bowl broadcast last week. What did he say? Cut four. I want to hear this. I have nothing. I know nothing. One other bowl game involving an ACC team going on. That's the Sun Bowl. And amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14 and Pittsburgh 6. Wow. What was he thinking? Oh, wait a minute. What do you mean? Why did he get fired for that? Amongst it's all a, of the illegal aliens was his comment. story. One more time, Turley. One other bowl game involving an ACC team going on. That's the Sun Bowl. And amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14 and Pittsburgh 6. That was a hell of a stretch. Which which you missed, though, is he threw it back to the, the guys in the booth, and they're like, all right. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want it. So... Han made that comment during the team's 16-12 loss to Maryland. His employer, Learfield Communications, confirmed his indefinite suspension in a statement to ESPN. Don't they have a dump button? Yeah, but they don't expect some guy that's giving a score to drop a line like that. No. I think, in a sports broadcast. Also, yeah. I think it was so innocuous that they just went, yeah, they went okay. Yeah. I mean, Nobody well, was listening anyway. A- Who the hell's watching the Duke Mayo Bowl? Anyway? I mean, the, pre- the president went down there this week. It's kind of a news story. <laughs> what did the president do? He went down to visit the wall in that area. Like to straighten this out? <laughs> Stop it, so John. Now you're just stupid. making fun of the president. Yeah. Well, of course I am. But... <laughs> No, that, he went down there to make, a, make an appearance, more or less. Took a picture walking I'd down. like to apologize for the illegal alien comment here made near this wall. They did a photo op of him walking with some of the border agents. It's just that long camera shot of him walking like, I've got this. I've got this handled. Yeah, I've got this handled, folks. And it's just like, okay, do you even know where you are? Speaking of um, sports, there's a 10-year-old Vegas boy named Jeremiah who's getting a lot of attention for his impromptu sports reading. He's and pretty good for a 10-year-old. Your kid, that, remember? Your son yeah. came up here and he was just amazing. Well, this old uh, 10-year-old, a little 10-year-old fella from Las Vegas, cut number five, if you have it, Mike. Now I'm here with Devontae Adams, wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders. He's got 95 receptions for 1,443 yards. He's got 14 touchdowns, and he averages 15 yards per catch. Man, it's an honor and a privilege to meet you today. <laughs> so one of my greatest memories of my life is going to your camp and doing a 7-on-7 seven seven ter- against you. Yes, sir. So what is one of your greatest memories in your childhood? I would say when I was young, maybe about seven or eight years old, I had opportunity to meet J.J. Stokes, who was on the San Francisco 49ers at the time. And that memory stuck with me because I was the first professional athlete that I met, and it was just a great experience. Really nice guy. He helped out all the young kids and gave us great advice. So I probably have to say that. Can we get a picture? Yeah, let's get a picture. Wow. Do we have time? No, we got about 15 seconds. Oh, then take us out. Okay, we'll, we'll do that. We'll leave more of the John Clay Wolf Show. We'll talk about the big FAA stop 
ground stop, the first one since 9-11, coming up next on the John Clay Wolf Show. He does it live from L.A. right here. Don't go away. The John Clay Wolf Show is heard every week on great stations like Denver's 103.5 The Fox, Colorado's Classic Rock, and McAllen, Texas KFRQ, Q94.5, all rock all the time. Stream us live online or pick up the country's fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com and at johnclaywolf.com. You're listening to the most popular Saturday morning show to ever broadcast in America. You're listening to The John Clay Wolf Show. Feel free to call and make your voice heard. 800-800-RADIO. If you missed any of the show, go to jcwshow.com right now and download the podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. From the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Call John, toll free, cheap bastards. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. You know, John, I'm not gay, but I just love you guys in a non-gay way. Well, Brent from Los Angeles... I'm not gay either, but I love you too. Thanks for writing in. You know, JD, where's that coming from? I'm not gay. I just because he loves you, he wants to say how much he loves you and showing his in, in a non-gay way. Right, very much non-gay. You know, gay or not? Gay. Nothing wrong with that. Stealing, no, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Stealing from Seinfeld. Well, it happened for the first time since 9-11. The FAA grounded all. Just showing you thought Southwest. Everything was fine. Everybody now, go back to the airport. It's what? time oh. for Plane Talk <laughs> with your captain, J.D. Ryan. All right. No, it's just, you know, about Southwest got their thing straight. Everything's, it's fine. Go back to the airport. Go back and fly. The FAA grounds all flights this last Wednesday. First time it's happened since 9-11. Basically, there's a system that sends out notices to airmen. It's called NOTAM, and a notice to airmen, basically. But you know they changed it to I notice know. to something else because airmen is politically I incorrect. didn't want to say that, but yes. It used to be notice to airmen. Now it's notice to air missions. <laughs> oh. <sighs> anyway, right. and that system basically is, allows pilots all over the country to get any kind of information they need quickly. It's a very simple system. It's been running since the 40s. And basically, one program got screwed up, and so it shut down everything. Here's one guy in Chicago talking about how hard it is to travel when the airplanes ain't a flying. Cut number 19. Now it's all backed up. This this is insane, man. This this going to be traumatized, especially with three kids. It's going to be traumatized. This is a nationwide thing? That's crazy. That's scary. Yeah. I mean, you know, when nobody can fly, even private jets, even people with private jets can't fly. Cessnas, nobody. Uh, after all the domestic uh, flights were grounded, rumors spread that it was a hacker. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and basically, the uh, transportation secretary, and I cannot pronounce his name, Pete Booty uh, Booty, basically booty said, Booty Booty, booty uh, <laughs> said, you know what? Booty Tang. Yeah, booty Tang. Yeah, hackers. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> they want to blame it on the hackers. Never mind the fact that they haven't updated the system in 40 years. Cut number 20. We're not prepared to rule that out. There hasn't been any indication of that. Uh, FBI has spoken to this, and, uh, of course, FAA is looking uh, closely at that as well as they work to see. 
see exactly what was going on inside the files that were in this system leading to this irregularity. So again, what I would say is there is no direct indication of any kind of external or nefarious activity, but we are not yet prepared to rule that out. How about that? Speaking of, go ahead. Speaking of files, yeah. we're going to have old man President Joe Biden on the radio in just a moment. But before, really? I would like to discuss what Stupid we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Do that drop one more time. Stupid son of a <laughs> little off mic, Joe Biden there. Yeah. So, JD, are you aware that uh. he, they're moving his old office, right? Yes. Biden's old office. Right. They're moving it. They find some classified documents in the old office. And they find some in his garage. Right. So they keep digging. <laughs> they, dig. they find some in his garage. Yeah. They find one in a car and driver magazine folded up <laughs> from 10 years ago. 10 years ago. In his bathroom next to the crapper. Uh-huh. And underneath that is a Playboy magazine <laughs> from 1985. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know what the date of the classified document is. So he's stuffing classified documents in his car, in his garage, in his Playboy. Ah, and they, the big thing, too, is they found them back in November, right before the midterms, and people are saying, and why are we just now hearing about these? Oh! Yeah, that's kind of a sticky point, isn't it? Yeah. Old man Joe Biden, good morning. Oh, he's here. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Jack Wolf. Hello. Jack Wolf, yes, sir. I'm here. Thank you for your service. Jackie John Wolf. No, actually, Jack- Mr. President, it's Jack- John Wolf. Jackie Jackie Clayton Show. No. <laughs> John Clay Wolf. <laughs> With- anyway, I loved, I've learned a lot about fishing listening to your TV show. <laughs> <laughs> That's, mm, mm. It, we do cover the fishing, don't we? Mm. Do you like crappie? I do. I love fishing. Like, Would you like to go fishing with me, President? I like, I like to catch some crappie and sit next to a campfire and drink Pap's Blue Ribbon beers with my shirt off and my sunglasses on. Hey, yo, Skippy. If we go fishing, would you like me to bring Gigi along? Mm-hmm. Gigi. Gigi's my co-host. Pretty black girl from Southern California. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to do a little skinny dipping, too? A little skinny dipping's fine. Hell, it sounds like you're already going to have your shirt off. You're already halfway there. You and me and Gigi and Dr. Jill going to get it on. <laughs> rock and roll time with the crappy. Maybe maybe even a, tra- a trout. What? So what? <laughs> Grandpa's trout. Everybody remembers that meme. What about these classified documents, Dr. Joe? Our President Joe? Well, listen here. They're okay. classified and I really can't talk about it. All right. But I think one of them had to do with my pants. I keep them in the closet with my pants so I know where to find them. And then I was I was reading the Playboy magazine back in 1985, and Dr. Jill didn't know about it. Oh. <laughs> and so I'd rather 
Not you mention that on the Jackie John show there. Go <laughs> dang old boys. Jackie John and Gigi. Jackie John and Gigi and Boo Boo too. <laughs> Bobo. I think they all do a really good job on that fishing show. You did a good job deflecting my question about the classified documents, Mr. President. That's that Zebco action for you. It's all in the thumb, bub. All right. Thank you for coming on the show, President Biden. You're always welcome. Call in any time. Stupid son of a bitch. (laughs) Colorado Fox, good morning. That's our new affiliate this morning. Hey. And Deion Sanders, your new head coach, is making your state proud by canceling the scholarships of young high school kids that he inherited that he does not want on the team. So Dion is trying to put together his dream team in Colorado. You know, Dion is the head coach now. And there's 14 scholarships that were promised. And he looked at them and he went through the, through the film of the kids that they've, they've made the commitments with. They've done the senior signing day, the whole works. Well, they might not have taken that far, but they're committed. And they've canceled them. He said, call these kids, tell them we don't want them. Wow. That's pretty rough. What a jerk. <laughs> leaving leaving these kids with few options. I'm surprised the board of uh, Regents with um, University of Colorado is okay with it. It's not a very Christian thing to do, Dion, but it's not Colorado Christian University. He actually wants to beat Georgia. <laughs> uh, the Dean Dion Strips Scholarship offers from high school students that were already committed. For what? He doesn't want them. Okay, so he can find somebody that does. Yeah, well, he. I agree that would be the right thing to do is take the time to go locate them somewhere else, but that's really not his job. So he's cutting them loose, and he's going to take those 14 scholarships and go give them to the people he wants. Oh. That's just wrong on so many levels. Nah. He needs to build his <laughs> own way. Mm-mm. These are inherited scholarship offers yeah. from the previous regime. That's okay. Charlie says, nah, nah. Right. <laughs> they're, they're, everybody's on and goes into a portal now anyway. So kids, kid, yeah, kids leave school early and go to another school. They're hopping from school to school because you can do that now. Okay. So Dion's like, okay, go back in the portal. I'm going to find some people that I want. It's I have nobody... Him. I hope nobody plays for him. Oh, I think oh there's plenty of people playing for him. Omar in El Paso. Good morning. You're on the air. Oh, Omar. I didn't give you much warning. Pre-K, grab Omar and let me know when he's back up. He's been on hold forever. I wanted to bid his 18 Corvette Z06 with 21,000 miles. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. Linda in Florida. Good morning. You're on the air. Linda. I'm lying here with Linda on yeah. my mind. So, so you, where, where do you live in Florida? Merritt Island. Merritt Island. And you have a 22 Tesla Model 3 with 8,000 miles. Yeah. Did you see where Elon Musk just lowered the prices on Teslas across the board? Yeah. That's frustrating for a Tesla owner, knowing that you could have bought this car 10,000 cheaper today than you could have three days ago. But I'll tell you what, I'm a Tesla owner also. I have about 20 of them right now in, at my company, GiveMeTheVin.com, that we're going to sell at the auction this week. And you can only imagine the losses we're going to take on those cars. Okay. Is your, mo- is your, so, model, three, is your model 3 a performance or a regular? Regular. How many miles? 
8000 Probably 38000 bucks. 35000 38000 38, 35 to 38 Go to givemethevin.com and load it, load it up, and we'll take a look at it. Omar in El Paso. Hey, how's it going, John? Good. Is your Z06 vet, is it a convertible or a coupe? Uh, it's the target top, the hard top. Okay. And is it a 1LZ all the way through a 4LZ? Which one do you have? 2LZ with the front cameras in the front. How many it's miles? Two, about almost 21,000, just a little under. What color? Black. With 65 grand. Feet, uh, 65, that's not too bad. Yep. Okay. Not too bad, not too bad, not too bad. Go to load it up. That's kind of what I was thinking. We have an office out in a... We have one in Midland. We have one in El Paso. We can get her picked up. We can drop it off. Get you a check. Get it paid for. Thank you for calling. 800-800-7234. If you'd like to sell your car to our sponsor, GiveMeTheVin.com. Just go to GiveMeTheVin.com. Load it up. Put in your license plate number if you don't know your VIN number. And it'll immediately decode the license plate. Ask you a couple of questions. Takes all of 45 seconds to get it loaded up and get an immediate offer at GiveMeTheVin.com. You can click accept, decline, or considering. You can talk with one of our buyers via text or email. Work a deal out. Set up uh, the logistics. Get it paid. We'll pay off your payoff. Get you the money in the bank. If we don't beat a CarMax offer at GiveMeTheVin.com, we will send you a check for $100 for the opportunity. I pay $100 for last look. Give me last look at any deal. If it's a real one and I can't beat it, it makes sense. I'll pay $100 for a written CarMax offer. If I can't beat it, I'll pay $100. Be right back. Hi, this is Gigi with the John Clay Wolf Radio Show, brought to you by GiveMeTheVin.com. GiveMeTheVin.com will give you top dollar for your vehicle, and our Google reviews tell the story of happy customers coast to coast. Ready to sell your car? Go to GiveMeTheVin, like VINNUMBER.com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. Sell us your car! GiveMeTheVin.com So easy you can do it in your Saturday morning, from New York to Los Angeles to Houston, and broadcasting to the rest of the world online at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. You're listening to The John Clay Wolf Show. Want more of The John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. Now, back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO. This is The John Clay Wolf Show. This is where we bid a couple of cars for you guys to call in on behalf of GiveMeTheVin.com. So these bids are good at GiveMeTheVin.com. Paul, good morning. You're on the air. Uh, automated range was six to eight thousand. So you did go to give me the VIN, and it offered you eight thousand if it's nice. Does that work? Correct. Uh, no, sir. Not at this time. What works? I say right at ten, John. Okay, and it's a thirteen Infinity G thirty seven. Is it a convertible or a coupe? It is the all wheel drive sport. Um, Okay. It's a coupe. Gotcha. The paddle shifters, heated seats. Yes. All wheel drive sport. Excess. All right. Uh, does it have any any car? Does it have frame damage, Carfax damage, any anything weird? 
No, none. Ah, Zero. Book, book me in at ten grand. I'm good. Go, whoever you're dealing with, it. Give me the VIN. Write back to him. Said just hung up with John on the radio. He said he'll buy it for ten grand. And thank you. And I love the show. Thank you. What you're doing? Thank you, sir. Joel. Good morning. You're on there. How are you doing? Oh eight Ford F four fifty, which is a one and a half ton dually. This one's a Lariat, which is good, so it's leather. Three body styles back, ninety thousand miles. That engine was troublesome. Is your engine okay? Is it having any errors right now? No, nothing at all. Okay. Does it have a sunroof? It does not. Is it a flat? So the bed, a lot, a lot of times, those F four fifties came in cabin chassis mode for like hauler beds and stuff like that. Was yours? Did it come with a factory bed, or did it? Did you put a bed on it? No, it's a factory bed with a fifth wheel in it. We use it to pull the RV. Okay, and it's got the 20-inch wheels. Uh, 19.5. Right, same thing. Who cares? Um, have you already gone to give me the VIN and loaded it up? I have not. The two-wheel drive, as you know, is not worth nearly, not nearly as desirable as the four-wheel drive. Uh, I'm thinking 15 grand off the top of my head. I might need to do a little research on this one. So... Load it up into GiveMeTheVin.com and uh, tell the buyer to send it to me when I get off the air and let me uh, d- triple check myself, okay? Will do. Thanks. Just go to GiveMeTheVin.com if you'd like to sell your car. It'll give you an automated range. You can negotiate with your buyer just like we just did. Get the deal done. Get you paid. Get you picked up. In and out. Look at the reviews online for GiveMeTheVin.com. There's a reason that we're five stars or 4.8 and everybody else is like 2.2. We do what we say we're going to do when we say we're going to do it, and that's what makes the company special. And we pay you quick, and we pay you right, and we're the high-money buyer. And if we don't beat a CarMax offer, we'll send you a check for $100. My name's John Clay Wolf. Be right back. Yeah, some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel. Right. But you don't skyrocket. To the number one weekend spot by sucking. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Go to jcwshow.com. This is The John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Heard every Saturday morning across America. Dallas, Fort Worth, Washington, D.C., Houston, Los Angeles, Austin, Las Vegas, Sacramento, San Diego, Salt Lake City, and like a hundred other cities. Give me the vin. So the Golden Globes were this weekend. Mm-hmm. And like any large American Hollywood-studded celebrity presentation, who was there? Everybody. The president of Ukraine. Ooh. Always. I'm telling you, when this guy's done with this war, I want him to come work for us as our PR man and marketing man for Gimme the Ben. <laughs> yeah. He's got moxie, man. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. I, I haven't heard it yet. Mike, do you have a clip of what he said at the Golden Globes to... To everyone. Yeah, here's a brief part of it. Ladies and gentlemen, dear participants of the 80s Golden Globe Award ceremony. The award was won at a special time. The Second World War wasn't over yet, but the tide was turned. All knew who would win. There were still battles and tears ahead. It is now 2023. The war in Ukraine is not over yet, but the tide is turning. And it is already clear who will win. Who will win? Him. Oh, he's going to win? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know. because uh, He's pr- promoting the Super Bowl, the grand event? Yeah. The Mad Max Thunderdome moment? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 20 billion wasn't enough. We got to send him another 20 billion and then he'll win. 
Did you see Alex Stein running around talking to the homeless people? What do you think no. about us giving $20 billion to Ukraine? <laughs> do you think we should have given it to you? <laughs> That's great. Our friend Alex Stein, um, old friend of mine, he's a comedian, Alex Stein 99, I think, and he, he has gone viral as hell around the world with his stupid comedy clips. I'll never forget the first time we had him on. The program director from Chicago was complaining, saying, uh, you know, John's bringing his friends on. Da -da 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 -da. You know, the next week he was on um, Tucker Carlson. Yep. Oh, wow. It's just it's ne never good enough. I, I never can please everyone. Yeah. But Zelensky is an actor. Yeah. He was, and he's he a fighter. I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking. I, I got to be careful what I say here, but. But Jesus Christ, this guy. He was a late night talk show host before was he, he came really? the Yes. Before he came that's very well known. I'm not making that up. Before he was the president of Ukraine. So it would be like Jimmy Kimmel yes. being the president of the United States. Uh yes. Exactly, or yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger being a governor or Donald Ronald Trump Reagan? Donald Trump being a president. <laughs> <laughs> would Donald Trump have been the president had it not been for Celebrity Apprentice? Well, he was Not Celebrity big, Apprentice, it was just called The Apprentice, right? Yeah. It's kind of a big deal before that. He'd been in movies and built a couple of buildings. So. Yeah, I understand, but without that TV I show, do you think he would have been the president? I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't. Gigi, I need a TV show. Yeah, you do, and I want to be on it, too. <laughs> what are we going to do? Who is this on hold? Villy. Villy Line 1. Good morning. I know a Villy. Billy, are you there? Don't see her. We don't see her. I thought end. she was there. Is she not there? Oh, here she is. I didn't see her before. Excuse me, John. I would have to take a little girl break. She was taking, she was taking a girl break. Take a little well, girl break. Why is she on the air? Billy... Billy, you don't need to be on the radio show. What? You know our deal. But John, you tell me when you bring me to this country, you bring my entire family as well. And you know I love you so much. <laughs> I love you so much. Well, I, I, know, I, I know how she talks, JD. I know her too well. So much. I brought you over from the Ukraine. I did not tell you I was going to bring your whole family. Yes, you do. Just tell me that it's the time you go take and just just kill I don't know. Hell, I don't even understand what you're saying. <laughs> you tell me about it because you love my boom boom. <laughs> I do love your boom boom, but I never said that I, I can't do this on the radio. I only have a small family of 11 individuals. If you will bring them over, I will not talk to your wife. Oh, now you're blackmailing me. Yes, and when I talk to your wife, there will be no more Willy Bonbon <laughs> for you at any time, which will make me very unhappy. What else did I promise you when I brought you over here? You said you would take me to Shemon, and that you would take me to the Hawaii Islands to see the Hawaii 5 -0. and... <laughs> That we could body surf. Body surf? Body surf. And go to Chile, which is just like Ukraine, but beautiful. 
I want to see beautiful world, John. You promised me. And I you deny. You will bring my mother and my father and my uncle Butch and my aunt Kate and my aunt Joanne and my children, Mitzi, Bootsy, Gatsby, and Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do, if you do, then I will not talk to your wife. My wife. About what you like were my bonbons. <laughs> so this is your, your Billy. You're full of it. I don't know who the hell you are. So what Ukrainian you, mistress, apparently. That's not my. I do not have a Ukrainian mistress uh, named Bobo. I am only full of it now. This isn't New Orleans. Because of you, <laughs> Joe. And I love you so much. But you must take me to Hawaii Island. For a Ukrainian, you sure sound like a French lady. On the Chile. I'm just saying you will take me to Chile and we can wear furs and stay in bed and have breakfast in bed Hello. and have a French toaster and a pan of cake. Anastasia. Oh, on line one. I lost her. Hmm. Who is this Anastasia? Pre-K, get her back on. 800-800-7234-800-800-RADIO. Speaking of actors and actresses, Eddie Murphy uh, received the Cecil B. DeMille Award at this year's Golden Globes out there in Hollywood. And uh, actually, he offered up some uh, advice for up-and-comers in the business, cut number 13. I want to let you know that there is a definitive blueprint that you can follow to achieve success, prosperity, longevity and peace of mind and i followed it my whole career just do these three things pay your taxes mind your business and keep will smith's wife's name (laughs) (laughs) out of your mouth yeah that's what he said big time at the big globes that's cool, man. Yeah, he's, it's amazing he's been around that long. Isn't, isn't it, though? AJ, good morning. AJ, good morning. You're in the air. How you doing? I'm good. What, what you got? Love your show, man. Thank you. You're in Vegas? I, I love this. I am. I am. Awesome. Um, where are you guys based out of? Well, the, um, we're in Fort Worth, Texas. Turn your radio down if you don't mind. Fort Worth, Texas, but I'm in L.A., Gigi and I are in L.A. in uh, Frank and Heidi's studio this morning, and J.D. and Bobo and Turley are back in the studio in Fort Worth. Wow. I'm trying to turn my radio down. Pre-K, just put two on hold. Do what? Hang on. I just took you off the radio. There you go. um, There we go. Hey, are you you bidding out cars right now, or you want to talk about the show? What have you got? I love the dead Ronnie James deal, man. It is, it I, is I, I've already received hate mail about that. <laughs> um, of course, from the uh, Ronnie James Dio people saying, I cannot believe you're making fun of a dead man. Come on, have some class. It's Ronnie James Dio, the king of darkness. You're going to die in hell. Wow. <laughs> some people need to get a sense of humor, man. Some people just need to lighten up. I'm going to switch gears. Good morning. You're on the air. Who's this? This is Anastasia. Oh. That's, uh, is that Johnny? Yeah. Hi. Hmm. <laughs> Hi. Do you remember me? Of course I remember you. What, 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 why are you calling me on the show? Uh, because you never call me back. And I called so many times and you just uh, don't call back. Well, I've been a little busy. What, what, what's, what's on your mind this morning? Uh, uh, 
um, I'm still waiting on my house and my car that you promised. Oh. <laughs> and I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting to to bring uh, to bring my family and my dogs from Ukraine. <laughs> I was trying to help a Ukrainian get away mm -hmm. from the war. Oh. Yeah, uh, Anastasia. I mean, yeah. I was trying to help you. I got you over here. Yes, yes. You you promised so many things, and uh, like like most of Americans, you just give up. <laughs> I mean, why? I mean, why would I just give up? I mean, I got you over uh, here. Why aren't you happy? Uh, yeah, but you promised that you're gonna bring my family and my dogs. My mama, my papa is there. We'll 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 work on it. We'll work on it. I did so many. I did so many things. I don't know what what should I do. You 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 promised me even a a car. You bought so many cars this morning. What, why you cannot just share one car with me? <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about this off the radio? Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, I'll call you after the radio show. Okay, please. Yeah, because I'm gonna call your wife. Okay. Wow. I'm gonna tell everybody. Oh. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. How many women do you have? Oh, a lot. It's a joke. <laughs> okay, Cat Daddy. She was supposed to call in earlier, and she didn't, so I had to do Bobbo do the fake one, and then we got double hit. I like her version a lot better. She's got the natural accent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's a, that, that, that's a friend of mine's wife that's from Bulgaria. I was like, it'd be so funny if your wife with that accent would call and bust in my balls. Mm -hmm. No, you're not buying it, huh? No, oh, not at all. Stop. Stop Yeah, it. many a truth are told people. through a joke. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. What else are you saying? Are we out of time, Mike? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We got to go. <laughs> This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Get a haircut, buttercup. America's largest weekend morning show. 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, the John Clay Wolf Show. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Can we get on with this? We're like an hour late. Is Scott ready now? Yes. The John Clay Wolf Show. America's largest weekend morning show. 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. Come as you are. Jesus. As you were. <laughs> Pretty rough. <laughs> Live mic. Yeah. Wow. We'll Good morning, post. Kirk. It is starting to rain. The rain has begun in Los Angeles. Oh. I've never seen so much rain in this city since I've been coming here. Two major, all week. Yeah, two major storms get the come through here all in the week. I got here Sunday. From came in for the game. It's been a hell of a week. It's been busy. It's been a. It's been a whirlwind sunday meet all the friends at the hotel from fort worth tcu fans we go out to dinner sunday night big dinner um the next monday morning i get up early i left my bag at the airport i had to run back and get my bag and i called frank i'm like from hiding frank at 6 30 in the morning i'm like hey i'm not far from y'all if you want somebody to come come in and sit in with you he's like bring it on so i came in to the studio on klos and sat in with heidi and frank for 
Two hours? Long time. Beating the ball. JD, I'll tell you, that Heidi. Yeah. She's quick, dude. Is she? She's quick. She wore me down. I f- and it's yeah, cool that I you mean, could just call them and go, yeah, I'll drop by Kalo as in Los Angeles for a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, she'd throw a ball up there and I'd smash it. You know when you're playing ping pong yeah. and something, you smash it and you know you got them? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. She'll return it. Click. Bam. And then it sets up again. Wha- bam! I hit her with a left. Nope. Block it. Hit her with a right. <laughs> nope. Block it. I mean, she's fast. fast. I was wore out by the time. Yeah, about a, about an hour in, I was like, I, I'm out of gas. I can't play ping pong with this gal. She's too quick. She's the, the fastest impromptu radio personality I've ever been around. Did she ever do stand-up? Because that's normally, she must have. yeah. Because normally that's a, somebody that does stand up always says that. Can't get right back. That Heidi and Frank show is really good, guys. I know we've got a lot of listeners around the country. If you're looking for a show to listen to on Sat on weekday mornings, stream the Heidi and Frank show. It's on iHeart, on the stream whatever it's called iHeart Radio, the streamer thing. Um, you like it. If you like us, you'll like them, and that's why we get along so well. It's because it's kind of the same shtick. Yeah, you fit right. But they've ahead. been doing it. They've been doing it in L.A. for 25 years, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, yeah, they're, they're the anchors of KLOS, and they're on Monday through Friday. And you can uh, stream them at HeidiandFrank.com, I believe, or just the iHeartRadio Media Player. So I did that, and then Monday went back to the hotel, hung out with some friends, caught up some more, and then we go to the game, the national championship game. Not drunk, but drinking. Um, go in there, watch the, you know, SoFi. The, the, it's like the Super Bowl. It's a big deal. And when Georgia won and they deferred the kick, said we'll receive in the second half. Right then I was like, we're in trouble. I just knew we were in trouble. And uh, they scored out of the gate, and then they scored again, and then TCU comes back and scores. Okay, we're still in this. And then all hell broke loose from there, and I don't know what happened. I blacked out drunk. No, I didn't. (laughs) But but the rain came and and you know SoFi's covered but it's not and it got everybody wet and then we left um, with ten minutes left in the fourth quarter we were only down by fifty you know there's still hope right <laughs> uh, walking out in the parking lot getting hit by a monsoon my friend gets hit by a car oh no I thought that's amazing <laughs> this is like what mm-hmm. so much good time breaks his wrist. Have to go to the hospital, get an X-ray. Was the guy speeding? You just, we just no. He just Kurt Cato was jaywalking. Ah, never mind. Right, but that still didn't give the car. Of course, course not. Hit him. Of course not. <laughs> Pedestrians. I, I, I thought. I, I did not think it was a clean hit. I threw a flag. Personal <laughs> <laughs> file. Sixty-nine. Offense. He was giving them the business. He was giving them the business. It was not a clean hit. It, it was targeting. It was targeting. So then we, we, we got to do that. The next morning, um, wait, that's Monday. Tuesday, worked all day in Anaheim at our new office in Anaheim for Give Me the Vin. Met some dealers. I'm bringing on some dealers into Give Me the Vin, wholesale dealers. And if you're, if you're a dealer, have a friend that's a dealer that thinks they'd want to be a part of us, please uh, go to John Clay Wolf Show or Give Me the Vin and, and write me a uh, note because I'm interviewing guys. And also, these smaller car lots or these buy centers, sell us your car centers, a lot of them are going out of business because the market changed so much. And I'd like to incorporate them into Give Me the Vin. And I'm interviewing people for that. So... Did that on Tuesday, and then Tuesday night, I believe, was it Tuesday night? Yeah. Clippers game, Mavericks in town. Clippers. So drove back up from Anaheim, went to the Clippers game. The next morning, had the auction in Anaheim. So I had to go rep the lane for Give Me the Vin at our Anaheim auction inside of Mannheim. 
I forgot what happened Wednesday. My wife went home. That's right. I just went to sleep. And then um, Thursday, worked all day, did the same thing, and then went to the Lakers game that night. Mavericks played the Lakers. So when Mavericks were in town for the Clippers, they stayed here and played the Lakers on Thursday, which was one of the greatest basketball games I've seen and I don't know how long. It went into double overtime. It was Luka versus LeBron. It was awesome. Um, that's Thursday. What was yesterday? Oh, I had to drive to Carlsbad, pick up my son. Well, I worked all day, worked my way down to Carlsbad, picked up my son, brought him up to Manhattan Beach, Redondo-ish, for a quarterback camp that started last night. And we were on the field at... Oh, what high school is that? Coast of something um, in Manhattan Beach. So they've got 50 quarterback kids from around the country on this field doing quarterback drills. And that went on until 10 o'clock. Got up at 4.30 here because I had to start the show this morning on the other time zone early. Mm-hmm. Met you, Gigi. I mm-hmm. saw your new Audi. It's pretty nice. Thank you. Beats the hell out of that Kia homegirl. Mm-hmm. I like yes, it. Yes, it does. I'm moving on up like mm-hmm. the Jeffersons. And I'm doing this and then I've got to go back to the quarterback camp after that and I plan on just like getting some R&R time here, but I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I just cannot relax. I, Baba, you got to quit grunting, please. Um, You've got so much to do. It's right. not a matter of not being able to relax. You just book yourself on every end. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you could relax if you would not have a million ball games to go to. Right. You've had three games in one week. You know what it is, J.D.? Huh? And all these people dying? I figure I'm going to die oh, any minute. here we go. Tom. I figure I'm going to die any minute. You're not. I, well, I, I still, when I when I had that life-changing injury 18 years ago, I've been going balls to the wall ever since because I kind of, yeah. I didn't stare death in the face, but I stole, I, I definitely. Um, you could have died. Yeah. I could have died, yeah. but 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 I was going to be in a wheelchair. I was pretty sure that was happening. Mm-hmm. So my life was going to change incredibly. So when I was able to walk again, I'm like, every day, man, every day you got to save it. Every day you got to make get. every day count. You That's get. right. But I, now I'm worried that I've gone so hard so long that I'm going to kill myself. I can blame it on the jab on the vaccine, which is great. <laughs> you were looking for a reason anyway. Yeah. So when I do die, Gigi, say he died from from the vaccine. That's right. He had right. the vax. Even if I die in a car crash, I died from the vax. But vaccine. he had the vax. I, the, yeah, the, I had a stroke and it made me crash the car. That's right. But yeah, So when I, he goes I, off the air in 34 seconds, he was not dying. He will be back. Eric, real quick, we've got 30 yeah. seconds. Eric, hey, go. Gigi. Yes. Hey, Gigi. Hey. Hey, uh, okay. Perfect way to go out. Wow. <laughs> I think we had to dump that probably. Yep, we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, yep. <laughs> David Hall said we better dump that yeah. probably. Yeah. All right. We'll be back in some cities, some cities we won't. Thank you for tuning in. You can stream it at jcwshow.com. And remember, the podcast goes up this afternoon at 2 o'clock. Give me the VIN. Give me the VIN. Give me the VIN.com is who brings you this program. And we appreciate them. They appreciate us. And if they don't beat your CarMax off, they'll send you a check for $100. If you want to sell your car, go to GiveMeTheVin.com. The John Clay Wolf Show has been a presentation of GiveMeTheVin.com from the Westwood One Radio Network. Join us again each and every Saturday right here for the John Clay Wolf Show. (laughs) 